Injured in a car accident? We cap attorney's fees at 30% of the first million. Any recovery above that is all yours. No recovery, no fees or costs. If another lawyer wants more, lawyer up 904. For accidents, injuries, and more, lawyerup904.com. Rise and shine, Googans. Go time on a Wednesday morning, hump day, stump day. If you chose plumbing Wednesday, more on that terrific option in case things get a little backed up this weekend. First and foremost, in our sights, another Saturday night special, Saturday afternoon into evening special at the Kansas City Chiefs. Here we come. My week is all thrown off with these Saturday games. It's starting to throw me off. Like, today feels like Thursday. I'm so accustomed this to, well, first of all, this time of year we're accustomed to be out of, we're, well, we're, we're, we're accustomed to being out of lockstep with our uh, Jaguars. They've moved on to the Senior Bowl and getting ready to draft on the heels of a 4-12 and season. That's what we're used to this time of year. But these Saturday games are throwing Am I the only one? Feels like Thursday to me. And this is, you know, what, two weeks in a row heading into the third straight Saturday game. By now, you know the Trevor Lawrence stat. We'll just leave that at Waffle House for now. Um, you know, I, I've, I often ask amateur coaches – this question. And so let me set a scenario for you. I think it applies even to this young, you know, professional group of, of football players and athletes. But so many times I've covered a local high school team, say. And, you know, pick the sport. It can be football, basketball, baseball, whatever it is. And you set a goal for yourself at the beginning of the season. If you are, you know, Ed White football. And so Ed White football is having a great year. Things are going great. They advance through the playoffs. They win another playoff game. Boom, they're going to the state championship. They are in the state title game. And often I'll ask coaches who find their teams in those situations or the players on those teams, do you have to guard against the feeling that you've already done it? Like if you're a local high school team and you make the state championship game. I mean, it's you've won your region, you're headed off. There is a such a great, tremendous feeling of accomplishment that perhaps just a little bit you lose your edge, that you're content that you have done it. Doesn't mean you want to win the state championship game any less or prepare any less, but I think there's just a natural, you know, part of the human condition that says, okay, I'm satisfied. I think we deal that with a little bit with the Jaguars. You have to understand, look, the process here for the Jags was to make the playoffs. In Kansas City, the playoffs are a part of the process. They don't start the season in Kansas City and say, oh, my God, man, I hope we can have a winning record and make the postseason. No, they got one goal. It's to win the Super Bowl. They've, they've done it before. They've home field advantage to do it again. We're here in Jacksonville through, you know, all the losing seasons and all the unrest and with no consistency, at least positive consistency along the way. I think they proved in week one, look, we're not we're not settling. It wasn't our goal just to win the division and you know accept that improvement and move on to next year. We're going to keep swinging, keep battling, keep, keep punching. But, man, they've won the division. They've won a home playoff game, one of the biggest comebacks in NFL history. You know, Doug Peterson and his crew – Got to make sure they understand that this is not the end of the goal. The the, the satisfaction, um, you know, shouldn't be there yet. You, you still have you still have plenty to accomplish this year, and it's you know 
Not going to be easy in Kansas City for sure. And from a mentality standpoint, Doug Peterson has, I think, played the role of sports psychologist perfectly. We've detailed that as we've gone through this season. The things that he says and points to and draws attention to seem to have, you know, worked just fine. So you, on one hand, and fans, you can look at, we're playing with house money here, man. We've already accomplished goals. That's fine, but that can also... Uh, be dangerous. Here's Doug Peterson on just what they've done and what remains to be done. Whether it's our money or house money, um, we're here. And uh, it's a credit to those players in the locker room and the coaching staff for, you know, believing in each other, obviously working hard. What we've done down the stretch, you know, regardless of the mishaps, we're here. I, I try to block out the best I can with the team. You just block out the noise. You block out the negativity. You block out whether it's lack of respect or whatever. You know, we have a young quarterback, whatever it might be. You know, we're one of four in the AFC left. That says a lot. It says a lot about these guys, and, um, you know, we're excited for the opportunity. All right, we'll hear more from Doug Peterson getting ready for this big game. Again, it's only Wednesday. feels a little different because all these Saturday football, at least it does for me. Hear from Trevor Lawrence, who met the media yesterday. If you want to know what his uh, Waffle House order was, I- I'm sorry. I'm not going to share that. Of all the non-news stories, what the kid ordered at Waffle House seems beyond silly to me. But hey, whatever. It's not my press conference to run. And you know people are asking that, man. I don't get it. Uh, I don't know. Waffles? Eggs, all-star. Coffee, maybe? Orange juice. Yeah, didn't know what they have at the Waffle House? Sausage, egg. I mean, you don't have a lot of choices there, right? And and by the way, and for all of you there, and again, excuse me if you're like a two or three times a day Waffle House eater, this does not apply. But if you ever go to Waffle House and get, like, the ham and cheese sandwich, I got nothing for you. If you go to Waffle House and order the fried shrimp, I, you, you've not figured out the meaning of life. Okay, you go to Waffle House, let me tell you what you get. Waffles. Or go to Ham Sandwich House and knock yourself out. <laughs> um, I feel like I've led you guys astray a little bit. But uh, we will hear from Trevor. He met the media yesterday also. I feel like I led you astray just a little bit this week from this standpoint. There's probably some, probably something to this. But I said all week that, you know, as the Jags returned to Kansas City, where they lost 27-17 earlier this year, they fell behind 20 to nothing. You know, Kansas City had this game firmly in control. And the Jags would get within 10, try an onside kick kind of deal. But if you remember, they opened that game with an onside kick, but couldn't turn it into points, even though they recovered. But I've kind of told you this week that I feel in this rematch that the Jags are much better than they were then. And Kansas City, while still great, is is just the same great team. That's not exactly accurate if you do a deeper dive into the Chiefs roster situation and you compare it to what they were going through at that time. I saw this narrative emerging out of Kansas City yesterday, but this Saturday will be the first game this year that the Chiefs offense has had Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquez Valdez-Scantley, a healthy McCole Hardiman, a fully integrated Kadarius Toney, who they got at the trade deadline from the Giants. Um, Sky Moore is available and healthy. Obviously, Travis Kelsey. And since the Jags left there, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who would uh, be the Chiefs' bust, of the last five years, a running back they took at the end of round one, and he is just, no, no bueno, has not worked. But they've got this Isaiah Pacheco, and they, they've got, they've, 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 like, brought 
this Jarek McKinnon over to St. Augustine and dipped him in the fountain of youth. I don't know what's going on with that cat. But McKinnon, who played at Georgia Southern, uh, played for the Minnesota Vikings, then went to San Francisco in a free agent deal. He got hurt, never really was able to play there for, for Kyle Shanahan and the boys, has ended up in Kansas City. Well, really, for the first year, year and a half, he's just kind of a sidebar, but he's really come on as a weapon here late in the year. And if you play fantasy football, you've either ridden or gotten burned by Jarek McKinnon at some point down the tail stretch of this season. So, point being, this Chiefs offense is in better shape going into this Saturday than they've been all year long. I didn't even mention Travis Kelsey. You know, he's all But they have all that. This this week, they have Juju. They have Valdez Scantling. They have McCole Hardman. Uh, Kadarius Tony now up and healthy and running. Sky Moore, the rookie. Uh, they've got Travis Kelsey. They've got that running back rotation. And, oh, yeah, we haven't mentioned the most important player on the, uh, that offense, and that's Patrick Mahomes. The Jaguars' defense has been surprisingly good here of late, haven't they? I mean, admit it. The defense that we watched earlier this year, completely unable to protect late leads, unable to get crucial stops, personnel being juggled, injuries being worked around. But man, when when the rubber met the road on Saturday night and the second half clock started and the Jaguars defense knew they had zero margin for error, man, did they come through. And they came through just the same against the Titans the week earlier. And they came through lockdown when they had to uh, force the game-winning score and then and then got a game-winning stop. This is a defense playing with more confidence and more results than they played with in a long time. But as just documented, man, it is going to be a... Um, It's going to be it's going to be a tough challenge this week. I mean, there is just just no doubt about that. All right, this recruiting saga in Gainesville is is apparently reaching its wit's end. I mean, I'm going to say this, okay, as a realist, not as a recruitnik, not as a college football fan who way over or undershoots recline, uh, signing class members every year. These are kids, man. We don't have any idea what they're about to become. Look at the NFL. It's loaded with what were three-star high school prospects. Loaded with them. Five stars are great, and today's day and age may pad your NIL, but at the end of the day, you've got to produce. I think Florida Gator fan, particularly the recruit, Nick, is grinding their gears way too hard over some 18-year-old's decision that he no longer wants to play in Gainesville. Way too hard. Simmer down, man. You know, it's funny that this official knew. We've known this for a while. This Jaden Rashada is just, a, you know, he's, 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 he's a cash grabber. It's what he wants. He wants cash. Doesn't care where he plays. Doesn't care who he plays for. Doesn't care what the uniform says on the front. It's about what it says on the back. Money, 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 money. Accept that. It's allowed. Move along, bro. Move along. No thanks. It's what Florida should have said if they haven't been saying that since this first cropped up. Move along then. I'm not buckling and bending my entire program's DNA to satisfy your $13 million itch. Hit the bricks, kid. Good luck in Miami or wherever you go.
I mean this. If Gator fan, you are delusional if you think that Jaden Rashada makes a bit of difference next year because that's what you're looking at. Looking at what can he do for you next year as a bridge year to a true number one five-star quarterback who signed, sealed, and hopefully delivered for next year's recruiting class, that DJ Lagway kid. Hey, there's, look, no guarantee he will work out. But I'll be gosh dog coming off a six and seven season, taking pot shots and watching my guys go into the transfer portal. I'll be gosh dog if I'm going to sell my soul to some 18-year-old from California. No way. Don't care. Good luck. Good luck to you. Go wherever they will give you the amount of money that fulfills you and beat the pavement, bro. And this isn't an indictment on how good he may be. He may be great. Maybe the best thing ever. Maybe Bryce Young, they're letting go. Oh, well. Oh, well. It happens. And and there's an implication of this rocky, you know, undercurrent down in Gainesville. They've got, I believe at last check, 27 players having left the program through the portal or otherwise. A signing class that has fallen apart because Mr. Money Grab didn't get his. And y'all can come back at me with kids. Shut up. I'm tired of hearing it. Stop it. Nobody. Earn, 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 earn. It's a forgotten word here in this country at times, it seems like. And I got no problem playing Bryce Young $13 million a year. Stetson Bennett $10 million a year. You know, guys who have gone at it actually made a difference and increased those coffers that everyone wants to complain about. And schools are making a billion dollars and players can't afford to go to dinner. I'll contribute to the billions and then, you know, maybe take your share. But some dude that's been running around on a high school field, ain't built nothing for any university in this country, hadn't padded the the, the GNP of any college football, you know, money system why does he get such a big slice? Are you going to hold me hostage for $13 million? Get the hell out of here. Go on. I don't know what the holdup is on signing the release. Wish him well. And I want to tie this in. So Rashada is like the number, what was he, like six quarterback, number two dual threat quarterback. You know, he falls in the top 40 as an overall recruit. And this news about, oh, no, he wants out of his contract. Boo-hoo. This news comes on the same day that, guess what? Guess what happened in Miami yesterday? Jake Garcia, who was the number three quarterback and the number 21 overall prospect last year, is leaving Miami. He's a quarterback. He is what Rashada should have been. So, feel free to show me you can beat McNeese State in the opener before I go writing you checks, buddy. Feel free. Feel free to show me you're not three and five material in the SEC before I make you a millionaire. How it happened, don't care. Whether it's Gator Collective, whether it's John Ruiz in Miami, I am absolving myself from that nonsense. Talk to me on Saturday when the games are played. How they get there and accumulate their roster or, or pad their rosters and what they pay and how they pay. I just, I'm tired of it already. It's, it's, it's headache inducing. I'm not playing the who's been offered more signing bonus to see who goes where. And I'm going to root for the teams and the schools and the programs that I like, and hopefully they can get where I want them to get. And if they don't, that make the adjustments that they need to. But I don't want to. This I don't want to see. This is the hot dog metaphor. Give me a nice, plump, delicious hot dog. I don't want to see how it's made. 
to put it on a bun and serve it to me. And so that's how I'm going to choose this. I'm not going to lose my mind over 17 and 18-year-olds who decide, nah, $6 is not enough. I need 12 Yeah. TF, bro. So do I. Anyway, uh, the Rashada thing is, and, and again, Florida, I don't know if he's trying to part ways. What's the issue here? And, and by the way, uh, Jaden, sue. You know, that's the thing. He might sue for his $13 million. Sue this. Sue your pants off. Maybe there is a judge in this country that hadn't lost his mind like the entirety of college football has. Yeah, because I would imagine that there are some counterpoints to be made. Like, uh, Mr. Rashad, I see here you're accusing Florida of reneging on a $13 million deal. I have in front of me a, a deal that you signed with Miami back in uh, uh, June. If you could rectify these two things in my brain for me, we'll move along with this suit. You know, how you could commit to a school, and yet later this one uh, you commit to and you want them to hold, you want, you want to hold them to it. Yeah, case dismissed, bro. Case dismissed. Go to UCLA, Colorado, wherever the hell you want to go. Go, 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 go. I got a real strong hunch, a guess, History would say, I'll bet you a lot of money that in three or four years, Jaden Rashad is not a household name. Not a household name. I'm sorry. I like my football leaders a little more focused on football and a lot less focused on the NIL Mario go round and where it spins him out, regardless of situation or location, but all about denomination, as in the denomination of the Bills. Okay, I guess we'll breathlessly now follow the Lamar landing spot story, right? Can I, you want me to just, spoiler alert for y'all? Spoiler alert. The possible landing sites for Lamar Jackson. Never mind that he skipped his, the final game of the season and things seem to be uh, on the outs. There's a little thing in the NFL known as the franchise tag. So we can conjure up all these potential landing spots for Lamar Jackson and where he might best fit and which team is willing to, you know, completely clear away the salary and roster, you know, makeup that they need to get Lamar Jackson. But at the end of the day, it's the Baltimore Ravens where he will play because through negotiated bargaining, they have the ability to retain him. And if you weren't watching the Ravens down the stretch, it's kind of important that they do. And so I, I almost chuckled at the headline of a CBSSports.com headline today. Lamar landing spots. Jets among 15 possible suitors. Why We lost our mind. 15 possible suitors for Lamar Jackson. A man who at the end of the day will slide that black and purple helmet with the beak right back on. You can't let him go. It's why there is a franchise tag. And good luck convincing me that Lamar is going to, like, navigate through the franchise tag with a holdout or whatnot. He's been his own agent, and this thing has gone nowhere forever. He turned down $250 million, $120 guaranteed. Is that the story? Maybe he can go recoup 40 45 but the, the Ravens are not going to let him go, nor should they. And perhaps they've budgeted to be able to pay the franchise tag because he's been so woefully underpaid compared to how he's played. Since the get-go. The smart thing to do with these kids, and the Jags are going to have to do it maybe after next year, another playoff season. The sooner the better when you renegotiate these quarterback deals. They just get more and more obscene. Like, I can remember when they, like, Joe Flacco got $25 million, Like, $25 million or Carson Wentz $30 million, whatever the numbers are. Well, they just keep going up and up and up and up. Aaron Rodgers will make $50 million next year. 
I threw up in my mouth a little bit reading Aaron Rodgers' comments yesterday. Dude, they signed you last year to a three-year, $150 million contract. I don't understand during the narration of whether or not you're going to continue. Other teams are in the conversation. I don't understand that. Then sign a one-year deal and be free. A lot I don't understand. You guys probably have gleaned that through the years. Uh, we got a busy Wednesday for you. The Murphy Power Hour is back, so looking forward to, to you know visiting with Daniel Murphy. He's been a part of a surprising, somewhat magical postseason run. He did his with the Mets. You know all about that, NLCS MVP. But I'm sure he can draw some, some correlations with what the Jaguars are doing here. Also, don't look now, but gosh, pitchers and catchers will be reporting before you know it. Get the latest on the baseball scene, what Murph's up to as well when we uh, visit with uh, Major League Baseball All-Star, former All-Star Daniel Murphy, uh, Inglewood grad, JU grad, homegrown, and we're lucky to have him here uh, when we do every other Wednesday for the Murphy Power Hour. We'll also uh, see uh, how our heads are stacking up this morning. We'll have trivia with Get Smart John. That's about an hour out. So up and rolling with you on a Petros uh, Plumbing Wednesday. They're here to help. More on them as we move along as well. You're listening to The Drill on 1010XL 92.5 FM. It depends. That, uh, that night I got the Texas bacon cheesesteak with hash browns with cheese and a pecan waffle. So it just it depends. Yeah, I was. So, so sometimes I get the all-star, you know, depends how I'm feeling. All right, you got to know. There it is. Better throw a waffle in on the end of that. Although the text line is uh, hit me up by some of you Waffle House aficionados. Don't sleep on the patty melt, they told me, E.T. That's what they say. Yeah. Waffle House is an institution, especially here south of the Mason-Dixon line. But I, I got to be, I gotta admit, truth be told, I haven't been to a Waffle House a ton in my life. Been a few times. What about his distant cousin, the Huddle House? Oh, man, I ain't seen one of those in a we long time. When we first moved out to the creek, man, they, there was one that sat out there basically at Racetrack Road and um, uh, and and San Jose or 13. But this is a great story about the wonderful woman that I married. It was one year it was like Mother's Day or something. I said, honey, where do you want to go? You want? I'm, I'm ready to like open the wall. Back when we got tiny kids and no cash, Huddle House, she told me. What a woman. What a woman. Hold on now. Wait, back up. Say what? Yeah, let's go to the Huddle House right there around the corner. What a woman. Winner. That's a winner, hon. That's a big winner. Fed the whole family for like $8. <laughs> uh, and then, then uh, hit the road running. So there you heard uh, Trevor Lawrence and, and you know, just what he had on the menu after the game the other night. You're going to hear more from, uh, from Trevor Lawrence uh, on some more important topics coming up a little bit later. Uh, this segment. Meanwhile, our Wednesday program is brought to you by Vitro's Plumbing. Uh, now and forevermore, for all your plumbing needs in Northeast Florida, one family, one team, one future. Betros is is here to help, so you need those hotline numbers. The easiest way, as always, go to BetrosPlumbing.com, or you can call, whether it's an emergency or just plumbing services, 904-980-0793. Oh, Jeffrey. Well, what do you got? So I was just playing around on the internet, and I ran across a cool little list here. A little okay. surprising. The Jaguars have three players on the top 100 most valuable NFL players. Okay, I have not seen this list. So without without going too too far into it, this put, isn't the like this isn't the top 100 list. This no. is like the most valuable players that impacted this season, what they yep. did. Well, Trevor has got to be the highest of those. I don't know where he ranks, probably what, in the 20s or 30s. But 
But I'd say Trevor would, would be on the list. Yeah. Are you asking me the three Jags on the list? Yeah, I just asked you the three Jags, and I'm going to put it over under at three. I think you'll get all three. Okay, it's, okay. it's kind of hard because it, it is. is. It is. You know, what, what, what you, uh, you know we went this, did this the other day when we talked about under the radar, unsung, or there's probably five or six that have an argument, but I will do my best to get it. Um, Trevor came in at number eight, by the way. The eighth most valuable player in the league? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. I hope whatever moron ranked the remaining quarterbacks in the postseason <laughs> can get a good look at that. He had Trevor yeah. eight out of the eight that are left. That's right. Uh-huh. Behind, you know, the likes of Daniel Jones and, you know, others. All right. There's two more on there. All right. Yeah, now it gets a little more difficult because, again, you can make arguments. But the second best player on the team this year, I bet by grade or any otherwise, is Tyson Campbell. I, I don't know. I'm, I may lose the game here. It's not a set. Oh, okay, good. Tyson Campbell came in at 49. Was he second of the, among the Jags or third? He's second. Who made this list? Three players. Who made, no, who, what What? Oh, what group? It, uh, according to ESPN. It's an ESPN yeah. list? The Jaguars on three ESPN lists. Okay. Yeah. Or three Jaguars on ESPN Yeah, lists. that, okay. I give ESPN credit. They've identified the two guys they most did. important to this team. And now it's going to get harder here because there are uh-huh. arguments for, you know, I could see him falling in love with Foyer Lucan's uh, tackle numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I could see him, you know, riding the late season surge of Evan Ingram and how important he was or one of the receivers. But the correct answer, so I'll give you the correct answer, uh-huh. and then you tell me what ESPN said. The correct answer is Travis Etienne. Okay, I got all three. Got all three. All right, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, ETN has been so important. Kind of under the radar. Saturday night's a perfect example. Dude had the quietest 130 yards from scrimmage that you're going to, you know, barely talked about, right? He had a quiet 1,000-yard season. Yeah, 1,100, right? Yeah, 1,135. Yeah. He came in at 90th on the list. 90th. Okay, so three on the list. All right, well, does this only the teams that are remaining in the postseason, or is this all clubs? All clubs. Wow. Yeah. Trevor, uh, five quarterbacks was ahead of Trevor, obviously. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Mm -hmm. Allen, Jalen Hurts, Joe Mm -hmm. Burrow, and Justin Herbert. Yeah, I think he's past Herbert now. When you know, I don't know when that list was made, but beat him twice this season. Yeah, he beat him twice. You know, again, it's not quarterback versus quarterback. And by the numbers and stats, Herbert was probably a little sharper than Trevor the other night. But Trevor had the winning gene, and that's most important. And what I heard Patrick Mahomes yesterday raving about Trevor. You know, just just I mean, I don't think y'all understand what it's like to dig out of a hole like that. That shows you what that that guy's all. He also paid homage to Trevor's. Trevor's Waffle House game. Saying like that was a ball. That's move. a baller mover, yeah. man. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. You know, next time we win a game, I'm gonna have to try and top that one. So another another notable note: there were 13 edge rushers on the list, including second overall pick Ada Hutchinson. Yeah, Hutchinson had the better year, the, the more eye popping year for sure. Absolutely, he, he got the stats and he got Did that uh, box up. Yeah, he got the numbers. So, all right. Um, uh, one of the narratives we learned to him yesterday, the two-point play where Trevor held on to the ball, dove over the line of scrimmage, and pulled the Jags uh, to within 30 to 28. Uh, yeah, that one's on Trevor. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I guess I just, yeah, I did. So, um, it was a play where, you know, I just saw the opportunity and figured that'd be a lot easier. No, I didn't feel like there was any risk of that. I knew I could get it in, so I just took it. All right, now look, let's just don't underestimate how important – you know, if you don't think there's always room to grow for you got to get better and better and better. Here is an example. Trevor still is now just getting into that comfort level. And again, we've talked about Fortner and the 
and I don't think we've talked about him enough, but let me give you another example of what a center does. And I saw, I rewatched the game yesterday. I can't get enough of it. Just, me too. I, me too. I couldn't wait. No, second half I watched. Me too. Yeah. Why am I watching that first half? I watched for the whole second half. I started it. I didn't fast forward. I just let it play and run. And I noticed a couple of plays where Fortner, you know, you forget how active and, and important it is for that rookie center to call out coverages, to identify defensive pieces. And I, you know, the Jacks fans, such an awesome, smart crowd. They were really quiet when the Jacks had the ball the other night. So I could hear Fortner screaming things out and helping uh, Trevor along the way. But we saw Trevor the other night, and as we see him evolve even more so that he can make the correct calls, change plays. He changed the play that he hit the long touchdown to Zay Jones on. You know, that was an audible. He he had changed the play on the fourth and one. And Doug Peterson said, no, 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 no. I see something different. So there's a give and take there. Here is a Trevor. That fourth and one play, as time grows, especially if we win and keep moving, what a big play that is in Jaguars history. What an awesome play call. What execution. It worked out perfectly, but it wasn't what Trevor had seen initially. I mean, it was it was awesome to see. Just obviously the guys up front. I told him in the huddle, I'm like, this is, what was it, fourth and four inches? Not, I mean, it was like that far. I mean, it was that far. Tom was like, this is the one play for our season right here. We get this, we win the game. And that's what I told him in the huddle. And just to see them just mash the guys on the line of scrimmage. And even Zay, if you see him come down and, and crack the safety and seal it and then Travis bounce it. You know, those runs can kind of hit anywhere and Travis found the, the lane and just bounced it and, and, and got the edge. And I mean, when, when guys do stuff like that and just, I knew we were going to get it when, you know, everyone knew what was on the line. Um, and I knew those guys were going were gonna to come through. All right, so yeah, there you go. What a big play and so perfectly executed. Doug Peterson has drawn up more plays this year that got wide open in big circumstances than we've seen in the last 10 years around here added up, and I'm not even kidding. Uh, Marone would throw in a good uh, punt fake for you every now and then. He'd drop a good punt fake that no one was expecting, and that would hit. But when it just comes to offensive plays that just you guys end up wide open, converting, making big plays in big moments, Doug Peterson has played chess while the rest of these clowns that we've had coach here have played checkers. Um, I've talked a lot about, you know, this 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 team being being different now than they were. I documented earlier today, well, the Chiefs are also, also different. That offense is probably more healthy and intact than it's been. But as for the Jaguars, here's the quarterback Trevor Lawrence on what he sees from the team now versus when they went to Kansas City 3-6 and six earlier this year. I mean, week 10 seems so long ago. I mean, it you know, I guess it was 10 weeks ago. So um, I think just, you know, speaking of the team, I think we're in a really good spot. We have a lot of confidence, played a lot of football since then. You know, we've we've won a lot of games since then. Um, you know, I think we've played much better in this stretch than we did earlier in the season. All right. Well, and we would agree with that. But again, so many nuances to this matchup favor Kansas City. Home field favors them. Recent track record of success phases them. The playoff experience phases them. As good as Doug Peterson is, the head coach advantage of Andy Reid and what he's done phases them. There's a lot to phase this Jaguars football team as they go out there. This is a uh, there is a reason they are almost ten point underdogs. Kansas City has earned that distinction. The Jaguars will have to play their best game of the year to win this weekend, and. I'm here to tell you they can do that. So we shall see. All right, one last deal. Mr. Saturday Night himself. Uh, we've now tallied him up, by the way. We've told you that Trevor Lawrence has remained undefeated in his football career on a Saturday. 
high school, college, pro. Now, 37-0 and 0 on the sixth day of the week, I guess seventh day of the week. So here's Trevor, cut 15E, on that 37-0 and 0 Saturday record. Take a lot of pride in it because we play on a Saturday again, you know, so maybe, you know, that would be, you know, so, I mean, just, it is what it is. I don't really think about that. I think about we got to win this game to keep going, to keep playing, to keep our season alive. So that's what I think about. So trying to go 38-0 if you want to put it that way. But, you know, about the that streak or whatever, just kind of, honestly kind of a coincidence that, you know, I've had Saturday games on all three levels. But, I mean, yeah, let's let's keep that going. That means we're, that means we're playing again next week. So um, that's the that's the plan. All right, the uh, Chargers reeling from their uh, loss here to the Jags fired a couple of you know high profile assistant coaches including a coordinator. What was surprising to me was which side of the ball they looked at. I'll give you that news in a football fix. You'll also hear from Doug Peterson next and we've got some Jaguar uh, notes to pass along here on a Wednesday morning as well. You're listening to the drill. All right, back on a Beatros Plumbing Wednesday. Here to help, Beatrice Plumbing. Because the Jags' extended run, we've kind of, you know, forgotten some of the timely sports storylines we would be covering this time of year. Let me drop a couple of those in on you. If you haven't been watching, what what a great feel-good story it is for a former Gator basketballer, Keontae Johnson. Johnson has gone to Kansas State. He transferred out there, and he is lighting up the Big 12. Had another 24 points and, I think, 10 boards last night. Kansas State beat Kansas. He bet on himself, and he's winning. They're a top-10 team. I, you know, I know there must have been some something around Florida and why he couldn't stay there, but good grief. I, I remember saying at the time, if he's going to play, why not in Gainesville? Is it any more or less a tragedy if, 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 if Keontae had – at some sort of relapse? Is it any more or less a tragedy, depending on where he's playing? And he's your guy. You recruited him. And again, I don't want to speak out of turn. Maybe Keontae wanted to leave. He just wanted a fresh start. Wanted to be somewhere different. His coach had left and other things. But you know, Todd Golden has his team finally playing pretty good basketball. He's settled on some rotations. Florida plays at Texas A&M tonight. But Keontae Johnson, huge last night. And he said he's going to be all Big 12 in a really good basketball league. The best basketball league in the country. Uh, and it's not close, is the Big 12. And and the SEC and Big 10 both have are having good years, but not Big 12 kind of years. There's some good basketball teams out there. When, when Iowa State and Kansas State, and uh, when they are playing high-level basketball, that league gets real, real, real tough. So uh, good to see Keontae last night. Here in the SEC, Mike White and Georgia went up to Kentucky last night. They got Schwebade. That Oscar Schwebade cat for Kentucky. He had 38 and 24 last night. 38 points, 24 rebounds. It's the first time in like 20 years that somebody with as many as 35 points had 24 rebounds. Again, they'll put a they'll put a distinctive stat on just about anything these days. They'll because, find one. Well, you can throw them in the computer now. You just punch in the numbers and see what it spits out. You don't have to do any of the the legwork. So there you go. There's uh, tonight's superlative. So. Uh, there's another one. The Australian Open is is underway in tennis. We had a huge upset last night. Rafa Nadal gone in straight sets. He gone. And an American got him. Mackenzie McDonald, stunning. Rafael Nadal in straight sets. Uh, Djokovic is the one chasing history. Finally allowed to play in Australia again. 
you know, thank God they didn't let him uh, go there. The entire country probably would be dead right now. So, you know, real smooth move by. And same thing here at the U.S. Open. Tremendous job not letting Novak Djokovic play the U.S. Open in 2022. Uh, thank you for your care and your and your guidance through, you know, the pandemic's really raging two and a half years after it started. So, well played. <clears throat> but, yeah, Nadal, Gonzo, he gone at the Australian Open. A couple of uh, Jags uh, news, or bits of news. Um, they're embracing this underdog role, as they should, whatever it takes. I, you know, I think the Jaguars playing the underdog role is starting to become um, inaccurate. There's a good football team. <laughs> if the defense is going to play like they did in the second half the other day, and the offense doesn't give you know, the other team, the ball on their side of the field too much, you, you feel like there's there's not going to be a game the Jaguars aren't in. When's the last time we haven't been in a game? Detroit? Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah. And it might be the only time, although Kansas City yeah, Kansas, whipped us. Yeah. Like, were, but we weren't. We only lost 27 uh, to 17. Yeah, I, I get it, but we were down 20 to 10, and it was 27 to 10, and we scored with like five minutes to go. I I never felt like we were winning that game. Detroit was just a, a, a road grading. but they, That's it. They're in every game. So, I mean, you can embrace the underdog role all you want. I'm not sure it's necessary. Let's go to head coach Doug Peterson. Um, who knows that that when they go to, to Kansas City, buddy, it is – you better bring it. You better bring your A game. Um, and you better play top to bottom, buttoned up football. Or you will not leave Kansas City with a win. You, you got to play disciplined football, number one. Playing a well-coached team, they're a disciplined football team. Uh, we have to be prepared for them, too, as they've had a couple of weeks now to really maybe come up with some wrinkles of their own, right? And, and that's that's Coach Reed. And uh, he'll have he'll have some uh, some wrinkles up his sleeve, I know. But for us, it's just a matter of just staying disciplined and, and trusting what we're doing and just understand your role within your game plan, right? And, and, and just uh, execute each play one at a time. So far, so good on that. Fire up the band. we got a football fix. Let me give you some other news, notes from around the National Football League. Brought to you by All-State agent Mandy Bowers in Manor, and that's all pro there. That's all pro level. First ballot, Hall of Famer, All-State agent Mandy Bowers, and her team over there in Manor. Look them up today. Look, a lot of things have changed insurance-wise. I've been telling you this daily, thanks to thanks to Mandy, about what she's offering and, and how uh, some of the parameters may have changed for you. Whether you've got a new driver, an exiting driver, or just in a new situation, uh, maybe you need to, to insure some of your toys, so to speak, boats, RVs, that kind of stuff. Home, life, business, auto, bundling may help you. Let Mandy give you the assurance you need and that you deserve from your insurance agent. That's Allstate agent Mandy Bowers in uh, Mandarin. Uh, Titans have hired Rand Carthon as their GM. He comes over from San Francisco. 49ers have uh, seemed to have exhibited over the last 10 years how to put together a winning roster. Uh, Carthon, you might remember, a former Gator. Carthon was what, a Zook Gator maybe? Remember the name. Yeah, Rand Carthon. Well, he's, you know, there was a player for the Giants back in the day named Mo Carthon, Maurice Carthon. Uh, Rand Carthon was That's his, his dad, son. apparently. Yeah, that was his dad. Rand Carthon was his son. And Carthon, no, he he played uh, he played in Gainesville, and he played in the league, you know, for a cup of coffee at least. I think he was around the turn of, turn of the century. I think he was a, he was a Zook Gator. May have even been signed by Spurrier, right? But I... I don't hold me on that one. I was surprised that uh, time has flown to the point that Rand Carthen 
is like a GM. He's like GM age and level. That surprised me a little bit. I don't understand Aaron Rodgers mulling his future with the Packers or possibly elsewhere. Where's the or possibly elsewhere come from? These guys, man, the megalomania with these dudes and the attention that they seek and need, it's mind-boggling. I mean, how's the attention of this? You got $50 million waiting on you. The Packers said last week that you're darn right they want you back. Why do you have to say possibly elsewhere? I don't... Why did you sign the three-year 150? Why does it have to be every year with these jokers? Every year they got to be stroked and coddled and scratched under the chin and told how much they love. Three years, 150, Aaron Rodgers. Why a one year later with the Packers saying they want him back, does he need to be scratched behind his ears? I don't get it. Rub his belly, though, Pack. Rub that belly. Offense coordinator Ben Johnson will be returning to the lines. He got interest elsewhere around the league. Uh, That has little more meaning here because Mark Brunell is the quarterback's coach. It'll be fun to catch up with Mark this offseason about what happened in Detroit up there and where his career arc is now after, look, uh, Jared Goff had a really good year. A really good year. Uh, the Cowboys are sticking with kicker Brett Maher. Of course they are. That was a terrible night. I mean, we're in the second round of the playoffs and we have a really good kicker. He's been a really good kicker for us for years and years and years. No, we're not going to like go get somebody off the street. Um, now, it helps that those kicks had absolutely nothing to do with the game. I would not want to be inside Brett Maher's head, though, if an important kick comes up against the 49ers this weekend. Ooh, be some gears grinding there now. Uh, Jalen Hurts back now to about 100%. Says he's not worried about the Giants targeting his shoulder. I, this just in, the defense targets every part of your body on every play. Every play. Cleveland Browns are hiring Jim Schwartz as their new defensive coordinator. I... Does Schwartz not take a year off from the league, maybe? Schwartz is uh, very, very highly touted as a coordinator. He got a shot with the Lions as the uh, head coach. And like most men who get a shot as head coach of the Lions, it didn't go well. He's the one who drafted Cliff. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, what a brave statement this is by the Bengals owner. Did you see this one? <laughs> yeah. He really stepped out there. I mean, it's, <laughs> right. good, it's good when you see this kind of commitment, but a, just a brave statement by the Bengals' ownership. They say they want a long career for Joe Burrow and Cincy. Oh, my. Wow, really thinking outside the box there. Let's see. The Chargers led 27 to nothing and then allowed 30 and then 30 to what? 14. And then they allowed 18 unanswered. They lost a 27-0 lead. The defense couldn't get off the field. So, naturally, the offensive coordinator and quarterback coach get the axe yesterday in San Diego. The San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles. And it's it's just a treat and a and a bonus for the rest of the league that the Chargers are, staley, are, are staying with Brandon Staley. He's the worst coach in the NFL. It's just week to week. He makes terrible in-game decisions. He does dumb things. He lost a 27-0 lead. You can blame a thousand different people the other day. That one the head coach wears. He just does. You got to do something. You know, like run the football maybe? Maybe run the football a little bit in the second half with that big lead? Oof. But uh, it's the offense coordinator and the quarterback coach that get the ax yesterday. I told you yesterday, I, look, we can read the column if you must. Lamar Jackson landing spots. 15 potential destinations. Now, the ultimate destination where Lamar Jackson lands will be the same nest that he's been in, the Baltimore Ravens, because the Ravens 
if they have a lick of sense, and I believe they do, will at the very least franchise Lamar Jackson. They've learned the hard way the last two years at the tail end with injury situations. That without Lamar, they ain't much. That's Football Fix. You're welcome. Brought to you by Allstate agent Mandy Bowers and Manor. we got to get Smart John coming up uh, here in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, the Murphy Power Hour comes your way at 9 o'clock. We'll visit with uh, Major League All-Star Daniel Murphy. Uh, we got the Hicken arrival and more when we return next. You're listening to The Drill. It's a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hicken enters the studio. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. You know it! Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. Yes! Every day I'm, every day I'm, every day I'm hustling. Hustling, hustling, initiated the. Tourette's. Thank you. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. It's my LeBron. <laughs> yeah, I see that. You like that, E? You like that I like move? It, I like it. That's a new move I've got. I just looked. I've been it. working on. <laughs> I'm the NBA guy here, and I just I just realized that your boy LeBron and the Lakers they're not even in the they're like four games out of ten. Nice job, yeah, greatest of all time. But LeBron well, balling though, he's he playing balling. the whole year. If you're an, if you're the best player in the freaking league, you make the playoffs. I'm sorry, dude. He's not the best player anymore. Whatever. Though. If you're in the all time, he had 48 great. the other night. Back to back. Yeah. You can't have LeBron and not even be in the top ten. Give me a break. He he's ain't balling doing it right. He ain't balling. Come he's on, balling. man. No way. It's on him. 100. <laughs> percent uh, Good to be here. It's uh, Hump Day. Hump Day. Thank you, friend. Uh, excited about it, and um, I have a. Kill Brady uh, one day, LeBron the next. Uh, exactly. Look out, look out, look out, Nadal! Here I come, Trout, <laughs> Trout or Shohei, gonna get it. Um, our one-to-one financial poll question of the day. Uh, this is a little bit off, off, you know, base, but I, I oh. kind of liked it. What former Jag would I love to watch Saturday's game with? So I'm going to hang out with this jag, and I gave you four choices. Now look, there's a lot more, and yeah, a lot of people. I, I, I have your, but winner. I've I've got you have my winner. I know what the, he, I know what the win. There is only one answer. There's only one answer for me. There is only one. Okay, total. who's your answer? The answer is, and people just may not know that this yeah. is the answer. Yeah, the answer is Yurkovich. Okay, that's a great answer. That's the answer. Now, man. who would you say? Man, the one and only Freddie Taylor. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have four choices. Okay. Yurko didn't make the list. Well, that's too bad. Sorry, Yurko. Uh, he cheated you, uh, yeah. Twitter Nation. Um, of the four, I will also identify the winner. Okay. That's what I do. Well, E got one that I put. Fred. Fred yeah. Now, I tried to we stay away. We see so much of Fred. Well, that, yeah. I don't see as much of Fred. So, I, I mean, I see Fred. We see Fred. But I don't, like, I didn't put Baselli in. I didn't put Mojo in because they're media guys. All right. So, I left those guys out. Um, but I put uh, Calais Campbell. Okay. I put Paul Puzlozny. Okay. And I put Blake Bortles. I would and go, Fred Taylor. Yeah, the answer is Bortles. Blake, yeah, Bortles Blake's probably going to win. Yeah, Bortles yeah. going to win that. Yes, 929 votes. Blake has 35.3. Um, <laughs> Freddie has 29.2. Calais has 26.6. Yeah. And Puzz has 8.9. But, but the good news is if you run into Blake in the next couple of days and invite him, you got a 50-50 shot. He'll come. That's also true. Like, if you run into Blake, hey, Blake, I'm watching a game at the house. Got some people over. That's also uh, true. Okay. Blake, Blake oh, might hey, pull what, up. Yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah, that's also true. I um, I know I have a similar story to that with Blake and some buddies of mine. 
that ended up hooking up with him for golf, and then he ended up spending the whole night with him. Went out to dinner. They went to dude's house. I'm not even kidding. I believe it. I got nothing else to do. I Let's go. We all love the boat. We've said Everybody that. loves yeah, the boat. We love the boat. Well, it's all, it's all, all on good. board. All aboard the boat. Yeah, it's all good. So we're getting ready for football. We should get a boat segment in here, by the way. We need to strike the, strike the iron fire. with a boat segment, right? Yeah. Yeah, I have cat and seals. We ought to be able to get him in here once a week. I haven't used the um, hidden audio (laughs) that the drill owns in a long time. We have uh, microphones everywhere, and so, but I've I've found a clip. What we had? Where was this one embedded? A lot was made, and I hate to do this because I love Trevor Lawrence, but he's I've uncovered the fact that I hate to throw this accusation. He's a bit of a liar. I mean, harsh words. Yes, yeah. Trevor's, a, Trevor's for the a golden-haired a, savior. Yeah. but you, you know what? You shut your mouth. Where's the? Uh, do you have the clip where Trevor said he told the guys in the huddle that the season was on the line? Do you have that one particular one, Trevor? Not the actual Trevor Lawrence. It's the fourth and one. Yeah, the, we played earlier today. Did you hear it? Yeah, he said he told. I, I he says I told the guys in the huddle, and it's the actual. It's, it's Trevor Lawrence talking. It's the fourth and one play. Yeah, do you know which one that is? Yeah, number three. Number three. Do you have e. that, E? I mean, it was it was awesome to see. Just Listen obviously in. the guys up front. I told him in the huddle, I'm like, this is, what was it, fourth and four inches? Uh-huh. Not, I mean, it was like that far. I mean, it was that far. I told him, I was like, this is the one play for our season right here. Get this, okay, we win the game. Stop. Okay. That. That's right. not true. Well, I mean, I have the, the hidden audio. Uh-huh. Here's what Trevor actually told the boys in the huddle. I know you're tired. I know you're hurting. And I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational. But that just wouldn't be our style. Um, I believe that's Keanu Reeves. Pain heels. Chicks dig scars. Glory. Last forever. Right on. Right on. Shotgun. DC right. Flip 90. Dig. On the center. On the center. Ready? Glory lasts forever, uh, Jeff. I think that's a replacement. That stand. is I, Trevor Lawrence. Don't, don't think that hidden was audio in the inside game. the huddle. What? Mm-hmm. That was the actual. Oh, that was him. Huh? Okay. That was Trevor. It sounded a lot like a movie I saw. I could be mistaken. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, those big old offensive linemen. Remember Chicks they dig scars. Yeah, they do dig scars. Glory lasts forever. I guess I don't know. I have no glory or scars, so I'm <laughs> start to find those things anyway. So I in thought, search of e, I, I guess that, so. I thought that was important. To, Point good. That well, out. That's it. exactly what happened. Keep things on on on, you I know, guess maybe on the he, level. I guess he didn't really want to say exactly what he said, but sometimes, you know, these mics are everywhere. I get yeah. And so I found that. Well, it's just it's just it's so awesome to be going. You know, I said earlier, because the Jaguars have remained so relevant, some of the stuff that's kind of timely for us to talk about this time of the year, we've just kind of pushed, you know, pushed to the side. We'll get around back to it with college basketball up and running. I sure wish there could have been a meeting of the minds where Keontae Johnson Continued being an All-American top twenty draft pick in our roster. Mm, man, that was. Crazy. I don't know what 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 went behind that. I said on social media last night. I don't think there's any athlete I root for more. But yet I'm always a little. Ugh. I, will, I just yeah. watch with a little. Ugh. Mm. He's he's dynamic. He was dynamic last night. He, yes, he let it upset over number what two Kansas, I believe. One and two has bounced back around a little bit. Mm-hmm. But he had a dunk in the final thirty seconds, twenty four oh, yeah. and twelve. He's Actually, been, it was a game winning basket. He, I guess he's been he's going to be all Big Twelve, and the Big Twelve is playing big boy basketball. So, mm-hmm. man, it is a um, that's it's a tough just one. Shame. And, I, and I don't know all the reasons. I get it if you kind of feel like I need a new start, but I hope Florida didn't tell him that nah, we're not comfortable with you playing here. I don't think Florida told him, but it might have been the doctors. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the situation is because they they kept a lot of the medical very private, which is fine. Yeah. 
And I'm just glad he's flourishing. He's, yeah, he's he's he- I mean, you know, yeah. he's healthy and yep. happy and uh, doing great. And he's a he was always a super nice kid, and he's a really good basketball player. And his, his game hadn't dropped at all, missing a year mm. and having all that. Oh, he looked great. Yeah. E, I've got another um, stat where you're going to yell at me. Don't come in here with that negativity. I'm not coming in at 713. I've waited a few minutes. When did he yell at you? Whenever I come in and I present a negative thing about our about our beloved Jaguars, he gets a little. But sometimes the truth, you have to put the truth. You have to understand the challenge that faces you. And yesterday, I pointed out that Andy Reid, I think, is like 28 and five in the bye weeks. Mm. After the bye weeks, always here to tell you about a new disease. Yeah, after the bye weeks, 28 and five. But Trevor is undefeated on Saturday. That's also true about that. 37 and 0. He, well, says he said in his clip he thought he might have lost in middle school. And then he said, no, maybe we won that championship. <laughs> I probably wasn't on Saturday either, middle school. I played Thursday. Well, it was a championship game. Yeah. Well, we found, I mean, you want to, E and I are guilty of what you're guilty of. Uh-huh. If truth be told, we may have looked at the preseason the last couple of years. And we seem nope. to see a couple of games where oh. number 16 played and they didn't win. Oh, that's a good yeah. point. But, you know, I don't, again, that's not playing the whole game. Those don't count. Maybe. They don't count. Uh, but along those lines, Patrick Mahomes with Reed, 9-1 and one off the buys. They averaged 30.1 points in those 10 games. So They are back. They they have their offense more in place than they have had all year, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, when we went there before, there were guys out and injured, and they they got a full complement of mostly healthy players. They like, know who they're using, yeah. And, and and their backfield has gotten better. Uh, this Jarek McKinnon, I don't know who dipped him in the He scores game. every week. He got dipped in the fountain of youth. Yeah. He's been AWOL for six seasons in the NFL. Hadn't mm. done anything. He scores every week. All right, so uh, what do we got? We got trivia coming up. We do. Get smart jobs. We got Murph in today. Yeah. Uh, who's, I, I think, I don't, I don't want to speak out of turn, and I, I, but I think he may be Jag fanning it off to Kansas City. Oh, good for him. <laughs> Wouldn't shock yeah. me. So we'll and I think he's got that. some correlations here. You know, he was on a team that caught postseason magic. Yes. I don't remember exactly. You would remember better. I don't remember that Mets team being like the favorite that year no. when they went into the Dodgers postseason. Dodgers were the favorites. Sure. Yeah. So. so, a lot to do today. It'll be a busy day. It'll be a fun day. And we'll do it all here on Hump Day Edition of The Drill. You know him, you love him. He's Get Smart John. And two great legends met recently. E and Get Smart John's first encounter. E... What was your thoughts about get, meeting Get Smart John in person? Bald, mm-hmm. brick house, mm-hmm. and damn, the boy smell good. Exactly how we, <laughs> exactly how we describe him. There he is. Hello, Johnny. Good morning, Guggen. Yes, good morning. Good morning. Yes, yes, it was it was great to meet E. And I have to tell you, mm-hmm. um, um, because I host trivia there where Frank's show was, so obviously I knew a lot of people there, and it was so packed. Um, the owner, uh, Chip Davis, was having to stand out and turn people away. Well, Joe Coward comes in. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, we're at full capacity. I said, Chip, Chip, no, this is Joe Coward. He's with 1010XL. He was going to turn him away. I love that. <laughs> Average Joe, you got to go. Average Joe, you got to go. Yeah, but but E, so I was talking to some buddies, you know, from the gym and who play trivia with me, and we're at the uh, Pep Rally. Great time, by the way. Everybody wanted to meet E. Mm-hmm. He was yes. he was very much in demand. So, yes. but uh, you referenced uh, his late call to the fifth quarter. Yes. So talking about maybe he was imbibing. Well, I have to I I have it on good authority because I was there. Okay. okay? Mm-hmm. So E actually started drinking. On Friday afternoon, and you know this, yes. man. <laughs> yes, he, he doesn't. He doesn't shy away. But listen, he was he was shaking hands, he was kissing babies, oh, yeah. and He's a man you know, of the just people. A, 
a, a great ambassador yeah. uh, for the radio station. I like so to call him the people person. He is. He yes. is. He's great. So I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, great. So, <laughs> so to get things started, because yes. you referenced the uh, replacements, I'm just going to give you a bonus question because it just popped into my head. So you mentioned Keanu Reeves. Can you give me his character's first and last name in that movie? Yeah, that is. Um, it's like a, it's like Farco. A, Farco is his last Falco, name. Falco. Shane Falco. There we go. There you go. Very nice. Okay. That is correct. Yeah. yeah, and he played for the Washington Sentinels. That is correct. Yes. Yeah. That. <laughs> okay. I like it. All right. Your next category is business. 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 Ben's Originals, M&M's, and fittingly, Wrigley's Orbit Gum are all owned by what parent company? Wrigley. M. M. What's the Mars? Ben's Mars. Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Very good. What was the first one? Ben's original M and M's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, authors. Authors. Not what is to, the to, to, not to be confused with the movie Arthur? Arthur? No, my middle name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you couldn't make that movie today either, but it was still hilarious. Manuel Arthur. <laughs> Eat. Oh, yes. Um, Junior. Sorry, I digress. What is the first name of Mr. Melville, who wrote the novel Moby Dick? Herman. Yeah. E, I could give you, I, I would do like a million guesses, and I would never get, if like if you just walked up to me and said, hey man, and, and I said, guess my name, I would never go, I'm going to go with Emmanuel Arthur. A name of prestige. Yes. Royalty. It, is royalty. Uh, it really does, right. It may you may be, have some royalty in you from your homeland. That is correct. Yeah. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Arthur's your middle name, Amy. It is. Yes. Oh, okay. Manuel Arthur. Very nice. Yeah. Nice flow to it. Mm-hmm. Churches. Churches. Chicken. <laughs> what word is defined as a church averaging more than two thousand worshipers a week? Joel Osteen's in Houston, for example, gets forty some thousand. Congregation? An um a mega church? Yeah, it's a mega church. Oh. Yeah. Mega church. That mega is church. Correct. Right. Here's the church. Here's the steeple. Open the door. door. See all the people. All the people. Here's <laughs> the church. Here's the steeple. Open the door. See all the people. Uh, uh. Okay, I have to share it because I'm just, I'm going back to the movie Arthur. So one of the funniest lines in that movie when he picks up the uh, prostitute yes. and he's been drinking, he goes, he goes, you're a hooker? I just thought I was doing great with you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur was a pretty pretty good move. It was, yes, yes. I somehow, um, they, am I, to, I saw Arthur, it's been a million years ago. Am I to understand they somehow made Dudley Moore a sex symbol? Or is he more well, kind of just like I, I believe he was not. Yeah, Dudley super Moore rich. also in ten or no? He, yes, yeah, he was. He was. He wasn't the. He was like. He just had like eyeballing a, a, a fantasy. Fa- fantasy with her. Okay. Dudley right. Dudley's girlfriend in Arthur was who? Jeff. Um, oh yeah. Oh, good know. question. Yeah. I don't know who I will know when you say Liza Minnelli. 
Yeah. Yeah. Not very good taste either, yeah. I, I see. <laughs> That's fair. Liza Minnelli's a lot I of think, things. Good looking ain't one of them. That's fair. But talented. Yes. And who is Liza Minnelli's mother? Judy very Mom. famous. Oh, Who's strong. That? Dorothy? Yes. 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 My favorite movie of all time. We'll drop in a little bit of trivia here for the audience. Wizard of Oz. Love Wizard of Oz. Oz. Yeah. Love Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Okay. Idioms. Idioms. Fill in the blank. Yes. Idiom. Mm. If you catch a criminal in the act, you have him dead to blank. Dead to rights. Dead to rights. Yes. Oh, and, uh, well, maybe not your favorite category, but the Guggens and Guggenellas for me to give to you. Right, U.S. President. So I'm only going to ask you for two. All right. Okay? All right. So name the two U.S. Presidents who served in office at some time during the period 1920 through 1929. FDR was it? No, it came in thirty-two, I believe. Herbert Hoover, Truman, Truman. Or is, hold on. I'll just wait for the consensus when you say. So I don't want to. Hoover. Um, Truman's after, isn't he? Did I give a wrong name there. Hoover for sure. Truman dropped the bomb. Uh, Hoover is yes. Hoover is correct. That Truman is one. Like the, one the, more. The, so he's after. So FDR. that's after, yeah. right? So it's Hoover and. Um, who was right there before FDR? It was... Um, well, what happened in the Depression? Who, who was there for the Depression? That's FDR. Yeah, through it all. And then the New Deal. When did the, when did the Depression FDR start? did like 32 to 40, like six Okay, you're sure something. of that? So no, not positive, but that's okay. what, in my mind, it's like 30 to 46. Okay, so we're trying to think. It's before him. It's before him. It's Hoover. It's whoever is in that... Who's ever in that... That, um, that, that period. All right, well, hang on. It's hard to... What about... um? Who, who did you say? Who, who did we get? We got, you got Hoover. I got Hoover. What about, uh, got Hoover. What about like, uh, Woodrow Wilson? Where would he be? Um, I can't think of many more than that. FDR was definitely after that. I think Wilson was like before, a little bit before that. I think he was more like late 1800s, I think. I don't think he's that late or that early. Um, but I, 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 now I don't want to just it start spitting well names. That, well, who's in that? Coolidge is in that. Is in that general vicinity. Oh God, Hoover. I don't know. Just we, go with yours. I don't know. Well, I have no idea. Well, here's the great thing. But that's like. Hoover. But here's the funny thing. We went with initials, guys. Herbert Hoover. Uh, Woodrow you Wilson. You Calvin Coolidge. <laughs> Didn't we? <laughs> so do we go with those just because of Herbert Hoover? Uh, let's go with Woody Wilson and, and roll the dice. Yes. Ooh, oh, nice. And, and yes, Woodrow Wilson and Calvin Coolidge. Oh, we got him too. He loves and, him. And, and the other one, and the other one was Warren Harding. Yeah, I just so. Warren G. Harding. A, it's amazing how, right. how little like president. Uh, for things that we're so trivial about, I We've just really just got. Yeah. I never. I don't know the eras but, of where guys came. But can you give the message to the Googans for me? Middle finger extended. But Googans. it's funny we can tell you. Well, the, <laughs> well, the funny thing too is like we'll tell you who the Yankees managers were from this. Well, year of course you year, can. But we can't give yeah. you presidents. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to make you feel bad, but the actual <laughs> question you need to name four of them. I got. Well, because we got the time constraint. Who is it? Oh, Harding. Oh. I don't think I, I well, yeah. we would have got Harding. We would have got Coolidge because I guessed him. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Hoover was president in 29 when the stock market crashed. Yeah. So he right. was president, and that's when he was right. defeated. But like you said, you were right about FDR being after, so you were you were correct on that. 
All right, we were around. Was it, FDR we like thirty yeah. to forty six though? Didn't he do four terms and then they changed we did it? 12. Yeah, he died in his fourth term. He was yeah, from thirty three to forty five. Wow, yeah, and then man. Truman yeah assumed the office. You are correct. Uh, because I want to make sure we get it in. Yes. Um, your audio clue, please. I love audio clues. I know you do. Oh yeah, Ted Nugent. Scream Dream! Cat Scratch Viva! Yeah, in honor of the Jaguars. I like it. Very good. That's the answer? Was that easy? That was it? Cat Scratch Viva? That was it. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. There's another another song that opens, it sounds like. Cat Scratch Fever. It's got that like is same it, guitar riff. It does have a similar. Yeah. What yeah. is it? What's the? What is that song? Oh, I. Yeah, it's um. <sighs> but it's like a popular, like a, like you hear it a lot. It's uh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm. I have to. I'll have to I'm drawing it. a blank too. Usually I can pick up on it, no, but anyway. <laughs> I love the. Uh, I like to look at the lyrics of Cat Scratch Fever. There's some, you know. Yeah. Crazy Boy, stuff. Ted was crazy back in the day. Ted, Ted was He's uh, all a little crazy, actually. Just Ted went, yeah, Ted's off. Ted, Ted's a very um, opinionated. Opinionated. Yeah. Yes, he is. How old is Ted Nugent, do you think? God, he's got to be early 70s, maybe? or He's got to be at least 70. 74. Good okay, call. yeah. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Um, cars. In cars. Do-do. On March 9th. 1964. Oh, yeah. Which Ford model rolled off the assembly line for the first time? 1964? Yes. Mustang. It's probably uh, the Mustang, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, Mustang. Yes. Good. That is correct. And I just, Very good. That is correct. <laughs> I threw it out there. It sounded about right, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Movies. Movies. Yes. Who are the two male leads in the 2013 film White House Down? Oh, that's uh, Channing Tatum, isn't it? Channing Tatum, and it's also mm-hmm. Woods. Wo- uh, James Woods does count, or are you looking for somebody else? James Woods is at who's the president? Who he's asking? Oh, that's Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look at me going with James Woods as a lead. My favorite character in White House Down was the the guy who was giving the tours. Oh, he was funny, and he kind of. Turned out to be kind of a bad day. Yeah, huh? yeah, they gave him the gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah gave him that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that is a movie I've seen. Yeah. Yeah. Those, that, I've Olympus seen Olympus has fallen, too. That was pretty good. There's yeah. more than two of them. There's like five of them, aren't there? Yeah. I can't yes. keep up that's with any Olympus of them. has fallen. There's like a like four or five of them. Yeah. There's London has fallen. But Olympus isn't that the fallen. same as White yeah. House? Angel Canada. has fallen. I don't know. Kind of uh, the no same concept. Same Somebody concept. But they're, not, they're not the same chain like the, the, nah. no, no, the no, Fallen no. movies were all the same. Not the right. Star Wars. Yeah, trilogy. with Gerard Butler. Exactly. Star Wars. I, I'm dis- and I, I, everyone loves them, so it's great. I'm disgusted with what they did to Star Wars. They took a nice, simple franchise that we all grew up on, <laughs> and they've splintered it off in so many ways. I feel like a moron watching a commercial. The wait now? What now? The book of what? Who? Where? The What the hell? <laughs> okay. We've got time for a couple more. Yes, yes we do. Okay, crimes. Crimes. To a cop, B and E is short for what crime? Breaking and entering, correct. Yes. Don't, don't be a perp. Good time to remind That's you. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. Um, and we're going to end you on science. Science. What is an electronically charged atom or group of atoms 
formed by the loss or gain of one or more electrons called? It's an ion. Yes. And Once again, that's how I roll. That's how I roll. Is that too straight? Excellent. Is that too straight, Johnny? Uh, Maybe three. I don't know what to tell you. No one really knows. We're going to give you one more week to come up with some hard questions. Oh, okay. Johnny, please. (laughs) One more week. Just give us some hard ones next week. Okay. We're ready to go from T-ball to the big field. Let's do it, Johnny. Yeah, by the way, maybe next next week we'll talk about how that one former Washington fan became a Jags fan. I was thinking you were talking about me initially. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have to have a conversation about that. All right, John. Oh, okay. okay. You demand. All right. See you, buddy. All right, guys. Thank Take you. There care. He goes. Get smart, yeah, John. Yeah. You know him, you love him. Maybe and we will or won't. There you go, Guggins. No I mean, knows. I don't know how much more we can do, but that was impressive. All right, we'll take a break. We'll keep it rolling right here on the trail. Hit it. Uh, breaking news, we have a prize pack. Oh, nice. It's Apparently back. we had one all along. Apologies <laughs> to yesterday's judge and Monday's contributor, but apparently we've had one all along. Oh, dear. What do we have, E? Oh, we got a little razzle-dazzle, a pair of tickets to J.J. Gray's Blackwater Soul Review, including Brothers of a Feather. Yeah. That's on April 14th at the St. Augustine Amphitheater. They Boom. Do, they do flock together. Uh, call it, at the end of this segment. Be kind, be courteous. We'll tell you when. Uh, we're doing some concepts and rationalizations. We call it the 10-minute drill. Lots of NFL football playoff talk on your way. Obviously, we're getting ready for a great weekend. Who has the best chance of pulling the upset, take the Jags Chiefs out of it? Everybody seems to this week be kind of on the Giants, it seems to me. I think me. so. Well, Maybe the Bengals. Well, I, I will say this. Kind of similarly similarly mm-hmm. that we saw with the Dolphins. You always got to be careful of the division games. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I think that's why Miami. Look, Miami went to Buffalo two weeks ago. They played them tough till the very end. They played end. them tough every time. The Eagles and Giants, when they both at full strength, the Eagles beat them by 26. And then they only won by they, – they handled them, you know, easy enough even in that finale. I know it was only a six-point game, but it was never in, in doubt. Yeah. And the Giants – I mean, the Eagle. I will uh, – I think another fun question – yeah, I don't, I don't consider there to be an upset in the Bengals-Bills. That five points seems awfully fat to me. I would, That's very fat. I wouldn't – I would not lay five on the Bills. I, I, that being said, I do think the Bills will win. Look, there's a lot of very valid arguments going around, Hick, and I don't understand why there's not an answer for them, but why are the Bengals-Bills not a neutral field game? It's the exact same scenario as Bills-Chiefs. Is it because the NFL says, well, it can't be both? Like, if this was a neutral field game, it means you would not have caught the Chiefs, but I I don't understand how... By the way, you did notice that quietly the NFL has encouraged... uh, Buffalo and Kansas City to start selling those tickets to the I'm sure championship the, game I'm, in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm sure the Jags are aware of that as well. Yeah, yeah, very quietly they did that. Uh, I, you know, those things uh, might we last. play the game first. All yeah. right. I mean, let me a, tell you how much. Let me take our shot, please. Let me NFL. Tell, let me tell you how that works. Yeah. Uh, the team notices it. They crack a joke or two in the locker room. They forget about it. They play the game, and then after the game, if they win, they tell you how much they were motivated motivated by that. But you can't. I mean, you got too much going on to. to dwell on that too long i mean were, were we not selling playoff tickets before the titans game dan well that's an nfl thing right well i was saying we did the same no, thing this, there is, this is kansas city yeah jacksonville yeah. i want you to under, know yeah, this and understand yeah. this. okay no i do understand your chiefs are up to no you're good playing it up but this is typical you know sop don't you don't you don't you believe that oh this is very it's not I like, sop i like him to, the, the I like him to believe championship the truth. game maybe in yeah. atlanta that's not sop no, I mean, it's SOP to sell tickets before you have Why them. can't we go play in Atlanta? Because we didn't come near to tying anyone for the overall league. Oh. That's why. I'd like to play in Atlanta instead of have to go to 
Buffalo or Cincinnati. I think that because you love football so much, if the Jags have a heartbreaking loss this weekend, that you should go to Atlanta and cover that game for us. Mm. I'm going to take a pass. Dan Joyce is live this morning where the Bills have edged the Chiefs. Hick, what do you got? I think that the uh, Cowboys have I've the best I've got Kyrie Elam here with me, Jeff. Kyrie. <laughs> Let's go back to that big interception against the Fish. I think the Cowboys have the best chance of an upset. Oh, I like that. Not even close. I think. I told you, I'm rooting for the Cowboys. Well, I don't know why. I, just I, I do know why. You're rooting against the Niners because yes. of the, you know. Don't like Shanny. I don't like Lynch. And you don't think that I don't they like what he's done to our friend Tony Baselli. I'll always have Tony's back. Tony loves Lynch. And I don't like. Uh, he says that. Okay. For show. Come on. You, sure. you and I both know. I, now, that being said, I do not think the Cowboys will win, but I think they have the most likely path. Uh, Interesting. Because they're a good team. Will there five. be an upset? Well, hell yeah. Guaranteed? Jackson's going to beat those Chiefs. <laughs> um, I would think that there would be well, an upset. Chalk hold. We, we had chalk held in the AFC well, no. uh, wild card weekend. No, the Jags were underdogs. Were they? Yeah. Oh, I was looking at the seedings. One, two, three, oh, four. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we are one, two, three, four. They're not like, are they, is that what it is in the end? No, the Giants are a six. Yeah. Um, I would think that there, there would weren't be a lot. I think that, I think either the Jags, Giants, Bengals, or Cowboys will Wouldn't it win. Be great if it was like Jags at Bengals and Giants and Cowboys for the Super Bowl. I don't want Giants Cowboys. Why? That's just I don't want that tired NFC East matchup. I was I've well, we never, got three out of four. Never, in the NFC I know East, we do. I mean, I it's want the best division in the National here, Football Conference. AFC, there. it goes without saying. I want Jags against anybody. I don't care who wins the other That's one. What I'm just saying. But over the other side, I, w- I want Niners. Well, I'm rooting for the Giants, but Niners-Eagles sounds like a really good game to me. Damn, it do sound like a good yeah, game, though. Like, explosive. Why do you yeah. say, Yo, you're such a 49er hater, man? I don't, I don't, don't like you, the Eagles Don't either. you have the Niners in the Super Bowl? Those are picks? Two, I, I don't do. remember. I, I, I had Skull Vikings. I had, uh, no, I had Skull Vikings. Yeah, he did. I had, I had, uh, I had Bills Niners. Okay. Um... I like the Niners. They're fun. They play fun. They got fun players. I'm surprised you hate them so right, much. That's what we want to see, really. Yeah. yeah. It's a Shanahan thing. He just doesn't like Shanahan. I get. I mean, I don't want to speak for you. You just said that. Yeah. Hey, I've. Uh, we hate to leave you with lingering unanswered questions, especially if it involves trivia. I'm here. But I, I didn't lose my mind. And shout out to the, to the text line, which sent in a bunch of perhaps options of what sounds just like Cat Scratch Fever. Okay. But I told you, there's a song. It's just, it sounds just like it to me. I used to get them confused. Well, we found it in the break. Now, oh. You take a listen to these two songs and tell me they're not the same song. Okay. You know, let's play Cat Scratch Fever. Oh, I love Cat it, Scratch Fever. It was out first I by love the, it. the illustrious Ted Nugent. Hey! All right, that came out in 1977. That's, all right, stop it. Like also that. in 1977, Deep Purple released Smoke on the Water. Oh, I know that one. Apparently, these two bands burr, practiced burr, in garages burr, right next burr, to each other. Burr, burr, burr. We get a little drum coming in here, though. Okay, now play Cat Scratch Fever from the beginning again, please. Put him on his toes in there, and then go right back to that one, and we'll be done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cat Scratch Fever. All right, Deep Purple, please. Just a different like, like, different like, cadence. Yeah, thrashing there of the metal sound. But yeah, that's. I mean, again, these two dudes must have been practicing next door to each other. Subliminally, they wrote the same intro to each song. Interesting. Yeah. Not at all, but hey, we try. I'm uh, I'm I'm. We got to get into this the Rashada thing, but I, 
I'm I'm over things like, I mean, this guy down down in Miami, this Ruiz guy. I mean, they're go. He's going at it on Twitter with people. It's just they're using kids as bargaining. Yeah, chips, I don't. I don't. Gross. I guess what I'm saying gross. is, I don't believe that Ruiz is just paying out money without getting anything back. Yeah, I don't believe these guys. I, I don't. These guys all sit there and say they're 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 in it for the kids. I'm not sure they're in it for the kids. I think they're in it for themselves too. You know what I've determined about the current college football system? What I could deal with one or the other, but both is making it just nauseous. I can you can have the transfer portal with no restrictions, yeah. or you can have the NIL. You can't have both. So this is the this is the ESPN story. And Rashada can don't let the door hit him in the A. As far as I'm concerned, yeah. just move on to the next guy. Go get Walker Howard. See what you can do, and do not sell your soul and everything you stand for on a kid who only cares about money. And it's fair to say that Jaden Rashada only cares about cash. That's it. He doesn't care about he doesn't care about program strength. He doesn't care about tradition. He doesn't care about relationships. He only cares about cash. That played out to I think inarguable results. Who gives me the more money? That's where I'm going. Uh, I mean, it could have parents could be in the way. Who knows? Like you asked our our buddy Jake Winner yesterday, what you know, like what would drive you to a different school that you didn't like? If you had your heart set on one school, is there a money figure that would allow you to go to a different school? It's interesting to ask different people that. Now, uh, anyway, here's the story: Florida quarterback recruit Jaden Rashada requested a release from his national letter of intent. That's the NLI. Not to NIL. be confused with the NIL. Oh. Uh, Tuesday nice. night after a $13 million name, image, and likeness deal fell through, according to multiple reports. Again, now everybody's telling me that's not, not what it is. It's yeah. really six, but they're bargaining for the seven. Or seven, but they're bargaining for the six that Miami had promised. I guess if you... Shame on Florida for offering anybody. I, again, I don't care what, uh, you know, get well, mad then, at me. Shame I, I, on I, offering $7 million okay, to Okay, well then, uh, th- and that's fine, yeah. but then you can't complain in this during the season well, when we lose, I don't, I don't Which think you that, will. I don't. Well, <laughs> I, you and say you'll scream and okay. you'll say, "What a bad coach!" And we Did, don't have good no, players. I, well, I don't think it's necessarily true that you will lose. I don't. I don't think uh, TCU doesn't have a freaking dollar on its team. They just went to the championship game. It can be done. It might be harder. It might be a tougher path. You don't know that. You're I do know they TCU. don't have a seven million dollar player. I do know that. I hundred percent know that. Tell me who does on TCU who's commanding more than, a, you know, a, the chicken shack coupons yeah. well, on the weekend. I, I don't know. I don't know what it – I don't know what it all entails. I know that some teams uh, – people are paying for players. And, and, and if you want the five stars, you got to go buy them. And do I think it's ludicrous? Yes. Am I going to pay money for 18-year-old kids? No. I'd rather pay money to the school's athletics program personally, but you you do what you want. I mean, everybody can do what they want. Um, but this is this is here's what I don't like. It's like the situation could have long term ramifications for Napier and the Gators. Rashada's representatives could file a lawsuit against the Gator Collective and maybe the athletic department. I'm not sure Rashada had representatives. From what I understood, that was part of the problem. He signed, you know, something with. The Ruiz guy then signed something with the Gator Collective thing, I think. I don't know the whole story. Well, if, if Rashada's going to sue Florida, then I would suggest whoever Rashad initially signed with, sue him. Well, or then you, if you're Florida, then you say, okay, well, then you're not, we're not letting you out. Why would Florida let him out of his national letter of intent that he signed? Well, the, and also this, I don't, none of that trickles to the Gator program. Those are outside influences. They're not suing, like, it's not like the football program yeah. suffers for a lawsuit. It's the collective, which by all accounts of every SEC collective, we've got the most inept one. 
Apparently. Yeah. I don't know. It, that's it, what seems, it seems, like. seems like. Yeah, it. yeah. That's what it seems like. It's so it's so frustrating for me as a sports guy who loves sports to talk about things that I can't that I can't get the truth about. Here's what I'm gonna do, Dan. <laughs> this this is where I am with the NIL, and I know this is not a loser's mentality. I'm not giving up and going home. I'm done. I'm done with all this off-field, extracurricular, transfer portal. I'm going to watch them play 12 Saturdays, hope they do better than not, and move along. I'm done. Mm-hmm. The college football has killed my natural, organic interest in them with the greed and the grown-ups controlling you know, teenagers like chess pieces. It's gross. Yeah. And this is not a Florida deal. I Listen to me. I got thick skin as a sports fan, Dan. I'm not like, oh, my team stinks. I'm bailing. I don't care anymore. That ain't me. I freaking grew up an Atlanta fan. I haven't won anything in 100 million years. Though this isn't a, oh, well, you know, the Gators are down. So No, it's not that. I want them to win just like I would want the Jags or anyone else. I'm not playing this nonsense. I'm not. Yeah. I will wake me up on September 6th at Utah. I'll watch the game and hope they win. I am not living and dying anymore on this sport that is a joke. It's an unfair, uh, tilted field joke Mm -hmm. and again that's in no way sour grapes i will enjoy watching on saturdays i'm not (laughs) this is all teams i'm sick of the all of them this isn't it's not florida rashad and florida top 10 recruiting class they can coach worth the flip they'll be fine they will not with uh uh, texas a&m signed the best the the best class in history last year they were freshmen playing they'll be fine they won't be fine I'm they, saying big picture. I don't mean on yeah. on four years. In October, they'll be fine. not even four years. That'd Three take that years, long. whatever. So I don't know. It's just it's 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 uh, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to me to uh, to look at it and and to uh, and to see all the stuff going around. Um, that that's happening. You know, that's happening. Like I said, I can take one. I can't take both. I just can't take both. It's just nonsense. Yeah. You know, you can have the portal or you can have the money. You don't I, get both. I, I, and then you use the portal to buy kids away from other programs. Oh, yeah. And people just sit there. Oh, okay. Let's just let the top three or four get better and better and better. Yeah. Good luck in the 12 team, all you B, B plusers. Good yeah. luck. Yeah. It's really, it's, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it. And I haven't I liked either. it at all. But anyway, I like the idea. I like the concept. I like the idea of kids getting some some scratch. It's a billion dollar industry. And I think the coaches are greedy, greedy sons of guns as well. Yeah. And if you're going to make $10 million or $6 million or $4 million, then hell yeah, we're going to call you out. You know? It's part of it. Anyway, uh, let's do this. Let's let's get back on track with our Jags. Let's kick it around a little bit. We got the 8 o'clock hour. We got Murph coming in at 9 o'clock. A lot to do today. Right now, have we handed out the prize pack yet, E? We have not. Okay, 641-1010. Tell them what they're going to win. Be kind, be courteous, and uh, collect from E right now. The kindest, courteous person is going to get a pair of tickets to J.J. Gray's Blackwater Soul Review, including Brothers of a Feather on April 14th at the Amp. I love this rap. The song is a vibe. Oh, it's good. I saw him perform in concert. Uncle Cracker. Give me the free. Wanna get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. That's this song? Yeah. yeah. Give me the keyboard. All right, boys. I'm going to test your knowledge. Oh, let me say one more thing about the NIL. I do think this, man, and I I, I don't want to rock on. I understand. 
I understand everybody has their own opinion. You can do whatever you want. It just seems to me that these schools asking the fans to basically pay the kids' salaries doesn't make a lot of sense. I, I'll pay. I'll, I gladly give to the University of Florida Athletics Department. I want the University of Florida to have a great athletics department. That's my school. That's why I go back. I've ranted and raved about it, but this is the new age, and it'll be interesting to see how it goes. But hopefully, it's soon. At some point, we'll get some regulations. I just here's. I mean, here. I, I and that we differ there. I don't yeah. think either one of us wants our team to. You know, wants Florida to win or lose any any stronger than either one of us. I wouldn't give the Florida Athletic Department a dime if they needed ten cents to put out a fire. Well, that's fine. They make a billion dollars in the TV deal. I can, yeah, I can do without mine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he will not be a bull yeah. gator, peeps. No, uh, yeah, no, 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 no. Florida has never ever come through for me when I needed them. Right. Other than the degree, I mean, I had a daughter I had to go through hell and high water to get in down there. Bleep y'all. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not. Football's football. Uh, e, uh, give me some um, guest music. I'm going to ask you two football guys a, a, a question here, and I've I've got a thank you. That'll work fine. Uh, I want to go into the Southeastern Conference. I'm going to name the school, and then I want you to tell me the current best NFL player from said school. Okay, I like that. All right, you ready to play? All right, the current best NFL player. And I have a list, but you may come up with somebody better. And if you do, then I'll rule correctly. So we'll start with the best of the best. And that would be, well, right now it's Georgia. Uh, but I've at the top of my list, I have Alabama. So who do you have? Who's the best NFL player currently from Alabama? Um, I'd probably go one of the receivers. I'm going to go with Devonta Smith. Yeah, obviously, it's... Calvin Ridley. <laughs> uh, no, I think the best player from Alabama right now is Quinnen Williams. Okay, I think you're both wrong. Is it? Uh, I think Jalen I'll Hurts? go with Derrick Henry. Jalen Hurts. Oh, Derrick Henry. I'll go with Derrick Henry. Okay. I'll go with Derrick Henry, who is. It's, by the way, the game's easier when you're looking at all the players. I'm looking at the, so you know. a name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh, okay, we now move on to the <laughs> Ole Miss football program. Who's the best yeah, NFL player? They got a, they've got Walmart. more than you would think. I mean, is 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 it DK? No, I would go AJ Brown. Yeah. Winner there. Right. I'm not sure. Yeah, that does. But again, these are these are just opinions. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear it. Uh, now we go to the University of Georgia, the two-time defending Natty champs. Roquan. Roquan's uh, a good guess. I go Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Okay. All right. Now we go to uh, Charlton K. Ganey's squad, the Vols of Tennessee. Peyton Manning. He's no longer playing. All right, uh, Tennessee. I'm sure they got guys. Let's see. Where they uh, is Alvin there? Is Kamara. there? Is it a pro? Is it Kamara? Alvin Kamara is who they have. Wow, that was uh, a long time ago. Yes. Now we go to one that you won't get. I don't think, oh. and that would be the H O G S Arkansas it's Razorbacks. Funny when you said it, I thought Arkansas. Yeah. Um, it's not a kid from Tennessee. They probably got it. an O lineman, maybe. Yes. Yes. O lineman. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Frankie Ragnow. Yeah. Yeah. All right, now we move to a very obvious one. You should get it within three seconds. All right, you ready to play? Mississippi State. Dak. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right, now we go to the Kentucky Wildcats. Best current player in the NFL. Could be Josh Allen, to be honest with you. There you go. Now we move on to War Damn Eagle. Auburn. WDE. Cam's not in the league anymore, is he? (laughs) Uh, uh, got me there. Yeah, no, they got. Uh, let me think. Auburn's probably. It's probably a. This is uh, a guy that I wanted to pick in a mock draft for the Jags a few years oh, back. Oh, is it a tie, is it a tight end? No, no, no. no. It's um. Hold on. A He's second. a good, relatively unknown football player. He plays for a program, a team that hasn't done much the last few years. Is he? A, is it a DB? No. 
Derek. Yeah, Brown. Yeah, Derek, uh, Derek Brown. Brown. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right, now, um, now we go to another Dean easy. Ford still in the league. He was a good player. He was. Now we go to an easy one, uh, but it may not click as quickly as Dak. But Texas A&M. Oh, Mike Evans. Nope. No. Nope. I think there's somebody better than Mike Evans. Uh, they've got that that tackle for Atlanta's awful good. Matthews. Nope. That's probably not who it is. Think though. of the number one overall pick, but you don't maybe associate him with Texas A&M enough. He's the number. Oh, Kyler Murray. Nope. Oh, wait, he's not even Texas A&M. What am I doing? Um, uh-huh. They had, oh, it's, uh, no, it's Miles Garrett. Miles yeah. Garrett. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Another one you won't get, but he was one of the leading tacklers in the NFL from Mizzou. Leading tackler from yeah. Mizzou. Yeah, yes. That's some linebacker on the tackles list we've uh-huh. never heard of. Nick right. Bolton. You've heard of him. No, but. not really. Uh, the LSU Tigers. Uh, that Lots is to choose from. Uh, Jamar, oh, Joe Burrow. Either- Joe Burrow. Okay. Yeah. Is it Joe? Was gonna, is that's it, not who they have. They're they're they, wrong. They, I yeah. bet they got Justin Jefferson. Yeah, that's who they have. Yeah, uh-huh. that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's there's not a there's not a GM at any level of football that would take uh-huh. Justin Jefferson over Joe Burrow. That's that's, 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 the, that's uh, again opinions are opinions. That's the first huge miss to me. The Gamecocks of South Carolina. Um, I'll you'll get it as soon as I give him this clue. My guy, Debo. Thank you. Debo Samuel. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, I know next one's Debo. a good challenge. I was, thinking, I was thinking Debo Stewart. You might be able to pull this one. The Commodores of Vanderbilt. Vandy. You don't know many NFL players. Yeah. When I say, Corey when, Chavis. When you hear this name, you'll say, I, you know he went to Vandy. So you, Trey if, Herndon. <laughs> he's Vandy. Um, you're, you're at the right position. Yeah, I know. Uh, they have, um, oh, God. Oh, it's, uh, uh, I don't know. Okay, Casey Hayward. He's still okay. in the league. And last but not least, and maybe this is a symbolic of the program, the Florida Gators, best NFL player currently. Mm. Uh, do they have uh, Kadarius? Tony? They don't. Yeah, it's not him. Um, gosh. Yeah. Skill player or lineman? You know that's a skill player. Skilled player. And there's a lot. There's like 33, but. There it is. Damian yep, Pierce. That's, it. that's definitely it. Yeah, that, ne- check with me next year at this time on that one. That concludes the game. Yeah, I'm having a hard time believing in the staying power of Damian Pierce, but hey, we'll see. He's kind of a little dude, too. Um, is that fair? Is Kyle Pitts not who you would take there? Just because he didn't have the year? I mean, well, Kyle. Hurt, but I would say Kyle Pitts over Damian Pierce. I would, though. too. Yeah. Long term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you who's had an unbelievable career is that DJ Humphreys, dude. He's been starting to tackle in the NFL for 15 <laughs> years, man. <laughs> But that's that's now the Gators have, like in the SEC. I think I saw. I think they have the third most players in the NFL. But much like the C, they just got a bunch of average players. They don't have, they don't have great players. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I want to say the number was thirty-five, third most in in the SEC. Uh, Adam Duvall has found a home. Oh no, I kind of wanted to keep him. Are we? What are we doing in Atlanta? By the way, we're just gonna make one trade every offseason. What if it was Atlanta? Called a year. That's not a new home. Ah, and you good. said he's found a new home. It's not the Mets. I was kind of hoping that no, would, that was the guy I, I kind of wanted. My next hope is that it's American League. It is. Yeah, I can DH. That makes sense. Okay, I'm going to say uh, the Texas Rangers sound like they would got to do Boston that. Boston Red Sox. Oh, that's a good one. He can. He can I like Adam Duvall a lot. He's yeah. one of my favorite players. Yeah, he really is. He doesn't hit a lick. He just hits home runs. But he's a way above average fielder. Mm-hmm. And the the Braves don't win that World Series with Adam Duvall. Remember he had to go to center field. Remember the center field defense he played. He, he robbed a home run against the Dodgers. And 
I just don't know what we're doing there. I guess they're just help. They're they're just they're just bound to that Marcelo Zuna contract. They're gonna have to. We're gonna trot out a Zuna in left field. I guess he didn't have a terrible year. I'm not super opposed to Where that. Where is Sean Payton gonna coach? I think I, I almost feel like whichever team will pull the trigger and make the first offer will get him. Yeah. I mean, there are good situations out there. There's four teams that have have interest in him: the Broncos, the Cardinals, the Texans, and the Panthers. So far. Well, I think because the Dolphins, people still talk about the Dolphins. They still I mean, I don't, they're, they're bringing him back. I think so too. Yeah. The, the Chargers are the dumb ones. They could have Sean Payton and 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 move along and just yeah. to just stubbornly stick with this cat who's never going to win anything. I don't get it. You you're battling Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes every year. I'd much rather have Sean Payton, wouldn't you? Right. I like would. the Chargers make the most sense. They've got the young quarterback in Herbert. They're a good team. They've spent a lot of money. What about this suggestion? Uh-huh. And then we'll get Joe U in here. And you are very anti this, but what if I told? What if I sent Sean Payton and Tom Brady to Carolina? They got good defense and good receivers. No, because like and a lousy division. How long do you have? Well, I got, I got, I I got long with Tom Brady. I got, I got two years with Tom Brady, and I'll draft Anthony Richardson or a guy next. You know, I'll draft a. Somebody like that. So that was going to be my question. Do you think Sean Payton want to go somewhere where there's like a good established quarterback, or does he want to build somebody? I think well, he doesn't want to go somewhere got, and go three and fourteen. If, if these are his choices. He's again the four teams that have shown interest are the Broncos. Right. What Russ. can you do with Russ? The Cardinals. Can you get Kyler back on track? I would stay away from the Cardinals Me at too. all costs. I would. Mm-hmm. They seem like a mess. Their guy came out. You see the new GM immediately took a shot at Kyler. We're not having any ego here. You know, that's a shot at the little yeah. egomaniac that yeah. runs around playing quarterback. I like the new GM. I, well, I don't know who is it. I heard him talking. It's, I didn't uh, know who it was. It's like, I don't know the name. But I, I like the way he again. sort of put his program out there. Yeah. Uh, the Texans. It's like Mosimo or Tessator or some name like that. <laughs> Tessator. Joe, Joe Tessator. I'm the new general manager <laughs> of the Arizona Cardinals. What I'll be arriving means. in Glendale on Saturday, January 23rd at 12 o'clock sharp. Monty Osenfort. Osenfort. See there? That's close. Mosimo. Tessator. Osenfort. Uh, oh, the Panthers. The Texans, the Panthers, the Cardinals, the Broncos. Okay, the Panthers. If you're, if don't you're Sean sense. Payton, where are you going? If Broncos. I do go to Carolina. I'm Broncos. Not, yeah, the Broncos yeah. sound like a good one. They got this For the same reason Sean Payton said when this all started, they've got a good, uh, stable ownership. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've got Russ. I think Russ is... Uh, career arc right now is where Breeze was when Peyton got him. Breeze did not have a great arm, right? That was always the word on Breeze. Good arm, not great arm. Yeah. I think Breeze and 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 Wilson are probably at similar similar you know parts in their career. So I think it would work there. I do. Not, if I'm Sean Payton, I do so not. No, you guys both say no go I, on the Brady. I don't want I, well, Carolina. I don't. I don't think Tom Brady can win anything. So I'm yeah. not taking him. All right, we, we uh, did that conversation yesterday. Yeah, I one thing from the uh, uh, text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Mm-hmm. Completely fair. Uh, after we sweated out yet another presidential question. Yeah. Um, uh, so from the text line, yeah, if you only had a resource like, for instance, flashcards, you might not have to sweat the pres- presidential questions. <laughs> that comes from the guy who brought us the flashcards, which are still sitting unopened in my locker. I mean, I just, it's hard for us just geared studied. up for sports to come in and like quiz each other on. And when we quiz each other, it's usually about, you know, like, you know, football lists or. Need to study. Presidents. Yeah, I don't. Let's go to the Farrah Farrah phone lines, get Joe U in here. It's damn near embarrassing, I will say that. Hello, you to the Joe. Top of the morning, boys. Hello, sir. 
bro, watching these playoffs, if, if we had Sean Payton this year, there's, there's no team in the NFC <laughs> that I don't think the Saints would have beaten without Sean Payton this year. These oh, teams, my God. What about last year when he had Sean Payton, Joe? It kind you of know, didn't I'm work about that this way. Year, bro. We had a team on, we, had, we had we had we had the 49ers beat, we had the Bucks mm, beat, we had gotcha. the, uh, Minnesota beat. Yes. Why, why anyway, can't you ever get on a good solid run, Joe? I mean, you've made some really good points, some stuff that made sense the last. Oh, I'm few about weeks. to make some. And now Just you're selling the last place down. team in the South would be making noise in the playoffs. I mean, good uh, bro, lord, we beat, we lost all those teams. You like got Andy Dalton at quarterback. Just stop He's it. A joke. Exactly. He's, He's the same Andy Dalton <laughs> that you would have had with Peyton, though. No, you know who'd have been starting? You're seven and the ten. Winner, Stop Davis it. Winston. Anyway, oh, good Lord. Um, where's the game watch party going to be, bro? What, are they going to have the stadium open? Or, At uh, my house, Joe. Come on. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. All right, bro. I'll bring a fifth or something. <laughs> I don't but, uh, fifth you got to bring anything. I'll have a fifth or something for you. <laughs> I don't think they've made an announcement, but I do think they're going to have something going on. Yeah, I don't know. By the way, I'm seeing a forecast here for Kansas City with snowflakes on Saturday. Good. That'd be fun to watch. 38-29 on game day. That wouldn't matter. Good. Let let their tears get icy then. There you go. I like that. Hey, bro, this Jason Rashad thing, and y'all can be mad if y'all want. So Jaden is, first of all, Jaden. Exactly. Everybody, y'all complaining about the NIL, this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miami, y'all talk about, y'all, oh, they took the money. Nobody mentioned Miami this morning, Joe. I swear to goodness I'm about to hang up on The only team that we know of that a kid was committed to, he was committed to Miami, and then you guys offered him more money. So instead of going where he wanted to go, he decided to take the money. And then y'all try to renege and pay him less. Yeah, yeah. You got all the details, don't you? And his dad's like, uh, The no. uninformed is, I got to go. Is he I going? Mean, oh. It'd be one thing if he was speaking feeks. My my man Joe spent the morning on the Miami message board. Now he's going to parrot all of these half-truths and unknowns. There's some truth to what he just said, and there's a lot of nonsense to what he just said. That's why we're not talking college football on this show I mean, anymore. this is like, okay, so there's a there's a website. <laughs> this, so, this is what I'm talking Like, There's a website called inallkindsofweather.com. Which Not, is fine. Florida site. Okay. And then and he seen it before. And I get these guys, they're gator. They go, they John Ruiz guy down in Miami, they go back and forth, like taking pot shots at each other. <laughs> All kinds of weather in Ruiz. Yeah. That Ruiz isn't a real likable dude unless you're a Miami guy. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. If you're a Miami guy, great. Go get whatever. I'm not saying that it's unfair, fair, or anything. I'm saying I don't like it, and it's souring me on college football. Uh-huh. And I'm the biggest sports fan that y'all know. Mm-hmm. Hick, I'm the biggest sports fan that you know. I'm souring on one of my well, you're not alone. Favorite sports, and it's not because of winning or losing or you know being butthurt about where your program it has nothing to do with all that. The whole thing is gross. It is, yeah. and I'm not gonna, not going to be convinced by a texture or a caller that it's this, that, or the other. I'm not blaming anyone other than the NCAA. If they'd have just given every kid five grand five years ago, like all they ever wanted was a little bit of money, and these greedy, lying through their teeth, protect amateurism, you know, hypocrites wouldn't do it. And now they're going to lose their bell cow sport. I mean, they are going to lose, you know, you're going to lose some of the, you know, some some of your fan base. I believe that. You know, not the diehards, not everyone. But it's just people like to have some sort of rhyme or reason in their life, Dan. Yeah. Right. You know, no one likes to get in the car and say, hey, man, you're going to Springfield, Missouri, and you don't get a map. You like to have an idea of what the parameters are and how it, you know, how you get A to B. And now in college football, you just don't have that.
right, let's take a break. We'll keep it rolling. This is the drill on a hump day Wednesday. Uh, the Murph Power Hour brought to you by ITP Partners coming up at 9 o'clock. So we'll visit with Daniel, uh, get some concepts and rationalizations from him. We'll keep it rolling right Perfect. here. Perfect. It's also on a, the drill. a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. Happy to have them along for a uh, nice long ride, both residential and commercial plumbing for you. Uh, the best plumbers in Jacksonville. They give you residential, commercial, uh, repairs, remodeling, installation, uh, spanning the globe from southeast Georgia to south Jacksonville and St. John's County. The Beatrice name has meant quality plumbing in Jacksonville for more than 50 years. So that's really all you need to know. You go to Beatrice Plumbing right now if you need to either schedule maintenance or if you have an emergency. They are always there and and ready for you. Uh, they got a mission statement. Okay, they want to be your first call for help on all your plumbing needs. One family, one team, one future. Beatrice Plumbing, here to help. You know, a fair point, just to sum up that Sean Payton talk, the, 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 the Saints, you know, have his rights. I don't think they would trade him to Carolina. So he might take them out of the mix, right? I mean, Carolina, why am I going to trade him in division? No thanks. Oh, trade him, yeah. 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 Um, Hey, welcome back to the program. I had sticker shock yesterday, fellas. I, I, I had a Sticker lunch. shock is a term that would normally apply to yeah. buying a car. You go to a, buy a car and say, oh, no, sticker shock. That'll never happen, by the way, with the Murray Ford Superstores. Shazam. I went, I went to have uh, lunch yesterday. Okay. Uh, me and— Prices have gone way oh up my gosh. In, in both the grocery I mean, store and restaurants. Eat, you it's go a out joke. to eat. Like, if you go out just to have dinner, you know— you probably spend close to a hundred bucks, I think, if you go to a restaurant these days, right? I mean, you can go to fast food and get dinner for three or four, and you're going to pay a boatload, right? So yesterday I went to I went to lunch, I went to a, a Mexican place, and I I'm I'm I'm, I'm deep into my chips and oh, my so you've gone Mexican like um, so many Jacksonville. There are now, by the way, I just counted yes four thousand three hundred and twelve Mexican restaurants. Be. In the Jacksonville area. There might be. And uh, so I'm deep into my chips and salsa. I'm munching on uh, some wonderful uh, tacos for lunch. And I get the bill. Never go wrong with a taco. I open the I open the bill. Uh, you know, I, I don't even, like, it's just curious what the number is. I don't really now, think about it. a couple of things here. There's a yeah. couple of differences between Dan going out, uh, gang, and uh-huh. us going out. Yeah. And that is... You expect that bill to be like double what you what what you were thinking if you're drinking, right? If oh yeah, like yeah. you, like, I don't, you know, yeah, you, you, come up they're gonna me. have a margarita and yeah. I'll have a couple yeah. of Coronas. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, that'll tack fifteen twenty dollars on because yeah. they yeah. they, they yeah. jam you up on the. Um, yeah. Not an issue for me. Gotcha. I open up the check, and it was nineteen like eighty seven for just one meal or two. Two. Well, and bad. I was like, "That's a win. That's a win. A huge win." Oh, so you had? I was blown away. So you had sticker shocked the, uh, the right the one. The other one. Oh, I was waiting. I for was very to... pleased and oh, happy. Nice. I did a little happy jig and then <laughs> threw down ten bucks tip and right, left. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now that well, again, that happens to me when I could, it was unbelievable. You know, oh, my new, like I, I haven't have, had a lunch for nineteen dollars yeah. since ninth since two thousand and four. Lunch isn't the best example, but I am. You know, I'm a social. I don't. I don't drink much beer, wine, liquor at home at all. I really don't. But I. I am a social drinker. If I go out to lunch or dinner, I'm typically going to have a couple of beers. So I am used to it being, you know, $20 too much because uh-huh. they charge you $8.50 for a, you know, 16-ounce beer. So I'm used to that. If I, So if I, point being, mm-hmm. if I went to lunch or dinner for a restaurant and there was no alcohol ordered, I, that's what gives me sticker shock when I realize, my yeah. God, how much do I waste on, you know, two drafts? 
I thought uh, there was a cool moment with your guy the other night when the uh, kid from Houston yeah. uh, went up to LeBron. and it's Jabari Smith, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Jabari Smith that says, hey, he goes, uh, <laughs> he goes, my dad played against you. Yeah, first game. He said he was at your, he goes, was your very first game. Sacramento. Sacramento. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, and, and LeBron's like, oh, man, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> yeah. And uh, although they did point out that I think he got a DNP that day. Jabari Smith Jr.'s Jabari dad. Jabari Smith's dad oh, didn't he, play oh, at all. Oh, his dad didn't play? He didn't play in that oh. No, he, well, first of all, he, Jabari Smith's dad averaged like 2.1 rebound. He gotcha. bounced around. He played overseas. He, I mean, he played in the NBA for parts of four or five seasons, but there's a reason you don't remember him. He didn't gotcha. He didn't play at all. Yeah. So. But anyway, I thought that was cool. LeBron handled it well. and and We uh, had a couple of monster performances in college basketball last night. We did. Oscar Schwebe there for uh, Kentucky oh, yeah. went 38 and 24, I think. 37, 24. 37 points, 24 rebounds. Yeah. No player uh, since like 2003 has gotten 35 and 24, as much as 35 points and 24 rebounds in a game. So uh, Kentucky wins again. Maybe got him on track with that upset win at Tennessee over the weekend. Mike White and Georgia were in that game until about the 10-minute mark, and Kentucky pulled away. It reminded me a lot of a Mike White-Florida game against Kentucky. Um, but the Cats win there. The kid for uh, Kansas, my gosh. Um, oh, my God. Wilson. Jalen Wilson. At 38 last night. Yeah. You don't see that kind of total in college basketball all that much. Yeah. Uh, he was hitting them left and right, but it was interesting. They were in a dogfight at Kansas State. They were down a point. Uh, Bill Self's trying to get a, t- a timeout there, and as Wilson goes up and drains a three that would have given him the lead, yeah, I saw that. he called timeout right before that. Yeah. So it was almost like when you go to ice the kicker and he misses anyway, so yeah. you're like, why did I even do that? And then he took a much tougher shot and missed it. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, But that guy uh, hit, hit a lot of hit a lot of. Uh, shots last night. And Keontae Johnson in that game, the former Gator, yeah. has been terrific for Kansas State. Yes. You know, yes. he's probably going to be probably first team, all Big 12. Mm-hmm. I know we've talked about the SEC being better this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Big 10 is always good. I, I This Big 12 is starting to take the look of maybe the best collection of basketball teams in a oh. single year ever. Have you already peaked at bracketology? Well, no, but I got... Kansas State, Kansas, Iowa State, Texas, TCU, Baylor. We haven't even gotten into the Texas Techs and Oklahomas and other mm. good programs. Wow. Every team in the Big 12 has a winning record. Really? Overall. Will you? The only college basketball question I have for you is tomorrow, will you have the $20 in your wallet that you will have to pay? Five. Me? You got one more, right? Didn't we go five and a half? Four and a half. We did four and a half? Yes. Okay. Actually, we did three and a half. Well, did no, we? I said three, but we. I, I thought I got it to five and a half. We definitely did four and a half. I yeah. wouldn't give you three yeah. and a half. Uh, well, you're not quite there yet. What are you, three and two? You have two. That's what get. I am. You got to get two more. Okay. I, again, I'll ha- I'm pulling for Florida, obviously. I'll be yeah. happy to pay that. I was wrong I look on that. To it. He, I'll tell you one thing that Florida has done, and, you know, not that I'm, you know, uh, John Wooden here. Mm-hmm. Pyramid. But, you doing the pyramid here? <laughs> I think you need to do this, though. He seems to have thinned the bench and settled on a rotation. He's running eight guys a night instead of 12. And, yeah. You know, he's putting his best players in. Like, if you play, he's almost going like, like, Brian Snicker continues to amaze me as a baseball manager. I've told you this before. Yes. He manages like a little league manager. If right. you get hot, you'll go from eight to two. Mm-hmm. You know, most major league teams put a lineup in, and with a little bit, they they ride it out. That seems to be kind of what Golden's doing. You have a good game, Riley Kugel? You start this week. Yeah. You know, I think that was his first start. He didn't play. He played pretty good the other day, so. Well, that's a kid who's going to get better. He's a freshman. And so. he was their highest yeah. recruit. So, uh, Florida is what they are. They're the same team they've been the last two years. Mm-hmm. They're the same team that Mike White had. They have their moments. Um, the one thing that that White always did that Golden hasn't done yet and hopefully can do, he would always get a top five or he'd, he'd upset somebody every year. It'd be Auburn or Kentucky mm-hmm. or you know, somebody. Well, he'll have his chances to do that. 
Yeah, because the SEC, like the Big 12, is is very... I'm not sold as much on the SEC as you are. Well, and I don't know if you've changed your opinion. No, I haven't. I'm still it. sold because Tennessee and Alabama are really good. And when they're good... Yeah, that's top-heavy, though. I don't think, like, like we're, you know, we're mentioning other teams. I've watched play. I, I was not impressed watching LSU when they played the Gators. I think Mississippi State's yeah. coming back to well, earth because of the schedule they played. When I, I said it, yeah, you know, there was an assumption that Kentucky was a top-10 team. And they will be. Regardless of their rank. I well, told Kentucky Bama's Jeff. four, Texas, uh, Tennessee's nine, Auburn's ranked, Kentucky should be ranked, Arkansas still ranked. Arkansas is the big disappointment yeah. in the league. They're one and four. Yeah, and they were thought of being yeah, like a like final five. four team. Right. Perhaps. They had a really good recruit. I think they have like two or three. Yeah, they had some injuries, but I told Kentucky Jeff that Kentucky would finish 13 and five in conference when they were one and three. And then they went and beat Tennessee. And then one again last night. So we'll see. But still uh, at three and three. I mean, I saw enough. They in trail. That. Florida is right now fifth in the league at yeah. three and two. You know who's four and zero oh in the SEC? A and M. Yeah, that's, that's who, who Florida play tonight. plays tonight. And yeah. Florida kind of got A and M back on track. Yeah. Right. They played them a while yeah. ago. Florida played terrible and just barely lost in a game that they really. I don't think A and M's that good either. By the no, way. they're twelve and five overall, four and zero. Oh, but they 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 got off to a terrible start. Right. Yeah. I mean, when they came to Gainesville. Uh, they had they had losses to Wofford and Memphis and Boise and and Murray State, you know, and but they they're hot now. Uh, they beat Florida and they've won three straight um, conference games since then. LSU, who Florida beat, Missouri, who Florida beat, and South Carolina. Boy, there's nothing worse than scammers. And a, a very well known athlete looks like he's become the victim here as we head into the new year in 2023, and has had his had his retirement fund wiped out did you ever watch the manti teo doc sort not i didn't watch it i just thought of scammers it made me think of it this is different this is love and no 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 i was just just while i was thinking of it this is cash money i gotta get it out while it's on my brain dan or it'll be gone forever and i'll never get any answers that i wanted um usain bolt was scammed 9.998 million dollars in his personal stocks and securities limited retirement fund this month uh only two thousand dollars remains in the account the news was also shared on youtube the sprinters retirement funds wiped out he fears he won't recover money fears he won't recover in addition by the way to the jamaican athlete 30 people in total have lost about 1.2 billion from the ssl doing an internal employee assisting an outside wealth advisor according to the report so he had it in a like a brokerage account. And I guess it, so. It was an inside job. Took it. Though there, there were, ought to be some uh, oh, yeah. insurance for that. You would think. Though there were initial suspicions raised in August 2022, the scammer was not caught, and the potential recovery of the stolen assets is unknown at this time. There's a couple of things that jump out to me. I almost have to admire a scammer if he can get away with 1.2 billion. My <laughs> God, you're the all pro scammers. Uh, I said almost. Uh, but the second is this. You're telling me Usain Bolt with his 58 gold medals and his long career only got $9 million saved 10 up? $10 million, yeah. That's, that's uh, distressing there. I think probably should have about 10 times that in the bank, shouldn't you? Those guys make a lot of money, those track stars. Yeah, oh yeah. Right? They go to Europe, and they. I'm surprised that's all he had. I, and there ought to be some, although maybe there's not. If you get, if you get like, you know, pyramid schemed, they don't give you your money back. You're just screwed. Yeah, yeah. Right, like Madoff stole. They're not like the Madoff victims got their cash back. Right, right. That's so, terrible. That is terrible. All let's, right, let's talk a little Jags in the trip to Kansas City when we come back. All right, let's and then we it. got uh, Murphy in the Power Hour, top of the hour. Lots to talk about with the former uh, National League All Star as well. It's a Beatros Plumbing Wednesday. They're here to help at Beatros Plumbing. 
All right, welcome back. It's 852. Good morning, Jacksonville. Uh, I, I, we're going to get into the Jags Chiefs again here as we continue yes, we our are. coverage. Has the Saturday night football here weeks in a row thrown you off a little bit? Like, it feels like Thursday to me. I'm so, I'm, I've gotten to the point I'm a little thrown off by Saturday being the, the go-to NFL football night. I'm just a little. So, yeah. and I guess what I'm trying to say, in my mind, I'm treating today as a Thursday. So, tomorrow will be my last day this week. Oh, wow. Yeah, because tomorrow's Friday in my mind, so. Well, I'll be off to Kansas City tomorrow, oh, so oh, I don't no. know That's when, problem, uh, I, what your plans are for I assume Friday. I assume you're taking the equipment, is what I was thinking. And then you could just kind of Management get has asked me. I've not responded Now, yet. 6 a.m. too, and out there it'll be 5 a.m., so that'll be good for your character. Mm. To get started <laughs> at 5 a.m. Do you have a rooting interest in the, in the, in Tennis's all-time world champ? Like of the three, I mean, Federer's out. No, I got. One I've bounced around on them. Do you ha- so it doesn't matter I've to never, you if it's the Nadal only, or Djokovic. Which one of those do you have? A- for whatever reason, I've never been as much of a Rafa fan of the three. It was the Capri pants back in the in, in the beginning stages. I think also it's the you know winning the French Open for and he's 15 all, I don't like I don't him. Know. He's a little bit twerpy sometimes. I don't like the way they all turned on Djokovic. And with more and more, not to get off on some tangent. But with more and more evidence rolling in, maybe the conspiracy theorist Djokovic was the smart one of the group. Mm. But anyway, uh, I didn't like the, his the, that attitude that so many took against Djokovic. I like I didn't like the fact that Djokovic and this penny ante sissy nonsense in New York, he couldn't play the 2022 U.S. Open because he wouldn't follow their vaccine, yeah. you know, demand. That I, cost him, uh, yeah, it's probably it's one. Con- it's cost two. him titles. Yeah. When, and then at the end. You know, he may have made the smart decision all along. Yeah. And so, I just, I root for Djokovic. And the point to that is, Nadal's out. He gone. He gone. Yeah, he, he got lost to an and American today. And the young today. kid isn't playing in it. So, it's wide open for... Right, the kid who's uh, who's who's coming fast. What's his name? Carlos Alcaraz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's at, he was He hurt. won the U.S., didn't he? Or he went to so. the final? I don't know. Uh, Trevor <laughs> no, Lawrence no and Patrick knows. Mahomes since week 11... Uh, including the playoffs, both are seven and one completion percentage: sixty-six for Trevor, sixty-seven for Mahomes, sixteen and six for Trevor, sixteen and five for Mahomes. Yeah, dead even. Trevor's played like an elite, except for the first half of that playoff game. Yeah. He's played like an elite quarterback for a couple of months. Now. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I got to look at the. There's no doubt, at least by the stats. Who by the, the way, he's also become more at the age of twenty-three. What a leader of this football team in the respect that. And again, he always has to, he better be right. But like Trevor changed the two point play and took it himself and made it. Okay. And that wasn't the play call. And so, and then Trevor, you know, on the fourth and one, Doug overruled Trevor on that one and called timeout because he didn't like what he saw. And, and, and Doug's the boss. So he, pro- you know, but they do give Trevor leeway as a young kid to to make changes at the line. Hey, boy, he had a couple such. of them the other day. You yeah. mentioned the Zay Jones and the and the two point convert. Yeah, so but he was gonna run something and Doug P said no, like he's on the fourth and one. Nah, 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 nah. Because he killed out of the original play and right. finally Peter's like, this is too big. I'm not gonna let you just uh, run uh, willy nilly here. I don't know if this can actually apply to anything. Okay. But if you took the offensive pass rank, the offensive run rank, mm-hmm. the defensive pass rank and the defensive rush rank. And you add them all up. Uh-huh. Could that not give you like a total power rating with the no, the lower number being better, right? Okay. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're going to take your yearly averages against the run and against the pass and yeah. your yearly averages passing and running. Okay. You know, if you're first in one and 10th yeah. in the other, that would equal 11. Okay. But you add them up across the board. If you do it that way and you 
then formulate a power ranking based off of that. Mm-hmm. I've got that intel in front of me. Mm-hmm. This would be interesting. So tell me how you, if you add up those numbers, yeah. offensive pass and run ranks and defensive pass and run ranks, who do you okay. think would have the lowest number? Who's at the top? What are we talking about? The eight playoff teams? The or? eight playoff teams. Of the teams that are left, who are the best teams by this power ranking, which I could, you know, convince myself would be the most accurate. You're taking real football, right? And okay. foundations, you know, stopping the run, running, stopping the pass, passing. All right. So if you add them all up. I'll say San Francisco. They are. They're number one. Yeah. And it's not close. Yeah. They have the number four pass offense. Yeah. Which is surprising, isn't it? A little bit. Very much to me. The number 11 rush offense. Mm-hmm. And then they're second on defense against both the pass and the run. So that's 4-8. Their number equals 19 Okay, if you add up those four. Second might surprise you. Uh, I would probably say Philly. The Cowboys. Thought about them. If you add theirs across the board, they're ninth in um, passing, 12th in rushing, but they're fourth in both rush and pass defense. They're such a schizophrenic team. Yeah. They look so good one week and so – I mean, week to week they change. Yeah, we'll look from Washington to Tampa. Yeah, it's like two just, different they've teams. been that way. I mean, uh, playing us, I mean, their defense disappeared, and then the other night they looked like they were back. I mean, uh, and it's not injuries, but – That, by the anyway. way, that by the way equals 29, so a full 10 spots behind. Uh-huh. Uh, then the Eagles come along. Now, the Eagles do yeah. have this. They're number one in two categories yeah. on different sides of the ball. They have the number one rush offense and the number one pass defense. Yeah. So that probably lets you withstand 23 rush defense and seven pass rank. But if you add theirs up, it equals 32, a little behind the other two. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's surprising where some where land. Are we? That's what I'm a lot closer, even though, you know, the problem is we bottom out, man. We got, you know, our this is surprising, but our offensive rush rank is 25th. Hmm. I think we'd be higher than that. Yeah. The defensive pass rank is 17. We're good against the run six, and we're good passing sixth. But all that's uh, all that adds up to 54. The Chiefs, and what jumped out at me this chart more than anything is how vulnerable the Chiefs can be to the Jags on Saturday, and that is their pass defense 16th in the league, their rush defense 14th in the league. They're an average defensive team, and anytime you're an average defensive team, your playoff. Uh, potential gets marginalized. Right. You know, you're not as uh, lock solid. So if you look at this, um, you would seem to think that the winner of the 49ers-Cowboys game is going to be a little better shape than you might have thought, only because they're top five in both both aspects of the defense there. I look forward to the weekend, man. It's going to be a lot of fun watching all this NFL football. We'll take a break. Come back. Daniel Murphy in the house. Murphy Power Hour brought to you by ITP Partners next. I'm rapping with D. Murphy here, Daniel Murphy. Uh, the Murphy Power brought to you by ITP Partners. And I am I am fascinated. This is my biggest takeaway from our Jags, Murph, and I want your opinion as a professional athlete. What I saw from Trevor Lawrence Saturday night was the most impressive thing I've seen from him to this point. And that is, and I, I can liken it to baseball, I, I, I just got to get you to talk about it. The kid threw four picks. Mm-hmm. I said to my my senior son in high school, I said, if you threw four picks and a half in the biggest game of your life, uh, 
you dig a hole and bury yourself well, on the sideline. I go, do you see what I, – I have so much respect for this kid to work through that, flip the switch, and then play elite football in the second half. Not many people can do that, I don't think. Well, so you're you're talking about he's gone and thrown four picks. Thanks for having me. And yeah. What a, what a win, by the way. Yeah. And But he has to now go do the exact thing. Yeah. That you don't want to do. Like yeah. You want to move away from it. And so what I thought, like, watching the game, and we were kind of talking about it before we came on, was mm-hmm. you come in, the place was buzzing. I got to go with my right. son, right. Uh, my wife, and so – and my sister. And then he throws the tip pick, and you're like, ah, wakey, wakey. Yeah. Welcome to the postseason. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then – Aaron Rodgers threw a pick in. on his first pass well, attempt in the playoffs. It too. happens. And, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> I kind of – a bit of it's a blur, and like you said, it ends up with four interceptions. Yes. <clears throat> and then the punt – off of the helmet of yeah. us, that it's twenty-four nothing. We yeah. were talking about this off air, and yeah. I've just been thinking about it all week. The job the defense did to hold them to three, right? In kind of watching these postseason, the ball's down games, on the five. Yes, yeah. and watching these postseason games, I'm I'm trying to kind of break it down to a first principles, and it seems like the more touchdowns you give up, the earlier you kind of have to be more aggressive on offense, go for it on fourth down. But three doesn't get you out of the game in the postseason. I think we saw that with the Jaguars. You can mm-hmm. give up three, and, right. if you, and it get, and affords you the opportunity, if you get six, yeah. to really stay in the game and put pressure on the opposing team. Right. And so, well, it's 24 nothing. Right. I think if they punch it in here, as a, I'm watching it as a fan and, you know, somebody who's competed before, I'm like, I think that's probably it. That'll be too much. Five scores, you know what I mean? It feels like a lot. Right. Especially since we haven't moved the ball. Trev's Correct. got eight. I think he had maybe four. Eight completions. He had four to the other guys. Correct. He was four of 16 at but one they point. they hold him to three. Yes. And then he goes and gets six. Yes. And now we're at the halftime, and everybody's yeah. like, well, wait a minute. Catch our Maybe, breath. yeah. And then the D comes out, and, and they stop him. Yeah. And you get six more, yeah. and now we're on. Now it's on. Okay. 27-14, it's on. And then they came back and got three, which mm-hmm. wasn't a death blow because you're still just two scores away. Mm-hmm. I and, think, But that's it. The field goals, they don't kill you yeah. if you can go and get the Correct. six. And we got in the rhythm of the Correct. six. The kicker misses the field goal. He didn't want that. Right. Sorry. You know, I'll take it. I'm yeah. glad you missed it. Oh, and it was big. It just took advantage of each opportunity. Um, but they I, had to be what what – and again, I'm I'm into this mental part of it mm-hmm. because they had to be, as a team, and him perfect really in the second half to overcome that big of a deficit. But that when, is a but the, hell of a hole you've done. But, but to be able to go out there and express themselves like that in a, yeah. in an almost perfect way, yeah, you. It's not that you don't realize what you're doing because you're making decisions, but you're just you're just out there enjoying the play mm-hmm. of the football, and mm-hmm. then at the end, that's when you kind of take a breath. I feel like. Well, we were perfect. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like that in the moment. Like you're the offense is with the offense, the D's with right, the D, and right, we're trying right. to get a stop here. Right. It's like you can feel it. The postseason is so much fun because every single play, oh, it's, great. it's every play. And I haven't. Well, it's like for us, we have always talked about baseball postseason what? as the oh hardest yeah, a thing. A walk to watch. is a rally. It's right. I mean, my gosh, you just <laughs> you say that too. You're so right, Frost, because you know Kevin Long. The first time we're in the postseason, he goes, "A base runner is a rally." Yeah, and yeah. it feels that way. And yeah. it's you know a second. A second and thirteen when you're on defense is a chance to get on the front foot. Hey, let's go. Let's go put our hands on him right here. Right. You know what I mean? Let's, right. Let's, let's right. cause a bit of a ruckus if we can. From the so, uh, text so line designed by Lifetime Enclosures, uh, a shout out to Murph from the Mangler. Oh, Mangler. Oh, yeah, nice. Love Craig the Mangler. Hutchinson, former uh, oh, Jaguar yes, offensive lineman. He awesome. he calls Murph a quote diehard Jags fan. 
Oh, he is. He's going to Kansas City for the game. Yes. Now, granted, there's a lot of people who would if they could, and for whatever reason, don't or can't. But that's a that's a mark on the that's a mark on the diehard side, especially by the way. Like all my degenerate friends, if they were going to the game in Kansas City, it'd be a you know it'd be eight guys doing God knows what, staying God knows where. Murph's go taking the eight year old. That's yeah, that's like right another to the, level to the of dialogue. Yeah, well, I like s- that. There's you no sl- there's no quibbling around with a trip to the casino or they go to the barbecue. Nah, they're going right. to the game, going to get a win. You slow your heart rate down and see a red as a speck of green. Yeah, I'll yeah. tell you what. Let's oh. go. Let's go. That next so Murph, test you take in school might not be quite so Are you sitting with Jaguar fans, or do you know? No, you I'm have not no idea. Certain, yeah, yeah. I'm, he's procured I, his tickets. I will say, as far as being able to enjoy the Jaguars, mm-hmm. not preparing for seasons has really given me. I feel like the freedom, baseball freedom, seasons, yeah, baseball yeah. seasons yeah. to like really enjoy the Jaguars. It's and what what a fun ride. I mean, oh, it's been great. I mean, the last Oof. two Saturdays have been. Uh, you can't. I mean, that's you. You lived it. In New York in the postseason. Uh, back to Trevor for just a second. Mm-hmm. Young pitcher, a lot expected out of, goes out on the mound. I can't think of a, gets, com- a, a comparable. I, I, I don't know what the comparable well, is. Young pitcher goes out and gives eight up runs? six in the first. Yeah. And Skip Four says, home runs and eight yeah, runs. And Skip says, well, you're, go- you're going back out. Yeah. That and he doesn't want often, to. Does I mean, he wants to just call it a day, but he then goes back out and throws you know, shut out baseball for the it, next. It would seem yeah. like if you're look if you're searching for a sports like the baseball one's hard because yeah. you don't get to come back. But, but by if the you way, have, if you play that bad, well, you're because done. Your your team. How about this? If you're Trevor and you're the quarterback, unless you sort it out, whatever that looks like, your season is over. Yeah. With the, with the baseball, there's always somewhere else to go. And I guess and the one it was that, even asked yeah. in the press box after the fourth yeah, one. Should you put Bethard in? You get him out for just for a, to a save him to I, save his I head. Did, I, I feel like I did hear that in our section. I thought, well, no, not no, to win. Not that, that, uh, in our, I mean, it's at that point you're 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 just so taken aback. It's four picks. I mean, yeah. like you said, the and first they were getting progressively lead, worse. Yes, this lead to the next two. And our, our thought up there was more for his mental health than it was to for a chance to win the game. Yeah. But obviously, I guess the equivalent would be this. Shohei's on the mound. He gives up eight in the first with four homers, stays in the game to bat, and then hits four home runs, right. and they win 9-8. So I, you, I can't think of I'm many. Think of it like this. So I, so I end up in, in game four with the yeah. Mets. I make the error. And yeah. I'll equate it to what I was thinking. Right. Um, at least defensively. Right. Because I tried, you know, the thing about baseball is, you know, you're an offensive player and a defensive player. I can tell you defensively after that because I did it the next night. I don't really want the baseball. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Someone else, please. Yes. If you could. Yes. Now, if it comes to me, I'm going to do my darndest yeah. to try to knock that you. sucker down. Yeah. Offensively, I was able to slow my heart sure. rate down and be like, hey, you need to separate these two. Right. And understand that you can only go and put the best AB on that you can right now. Mm-hmm. That was on offense. Mm-hmm. Things moved a bit slower. On defense, defense, he was like, please don't hit it to me. If, you, <laughs> if you could go in another direction, I'd prefer You'll be that okay right with that. Now. Yeah, I'm not upset. In 1970. Not forever, but, but like, Lord for the next two and a half hours. Well, but Trev, <laughs> and Trev is now, he's under center. You know, I he's got to take there the ball. There are other directions That's to fair. go. That's fair. There and are, I felt like Trev, after the fourth pick, threw a couple where he's like, I, I, I'm not throwing any more interceptions. And then, he, and I think he talked about it after the game, and he finally said, look, I just gotta, I just gotta trust myself and let it rip. Did you hear what Peyton Manning said the other day? I'm so glad. It's so refreshing to hear a guy keep it real. What do you say? Because this is the, the worst. kicker. That's no, what I heard him no, say. No, it's even better than that. It's better than that. It's so much better than that. What was going on? It's this 
cred that either players or coaches in particular get. Oh, the halftime. Peyton said, I've been playing for 19 (laughs) years. I've never had a halftime adjustment in my life. You go to the bathroom, you get a drink of water, and you go play. So we need to probably retire it. We need to stop talking about it. It's a narrative after every comeback. Why? Really? Must have. The question is always I'd love to know what he told me about halftime. What were the adjustments you did? Yeah, the adjustments. Well, I mean, the adjustments were instead of going down 31 nothing, we went down 27-7. Yeah. And then we stopped him. Yeah. And you were talking about Trevor again about kind of cutting it loose. My sister was sitting next to me. Uh-huh. And I know I'm a weirdo, but I kind of watch movements. I know you the do. The first throw he made of the second half. Yeah. It just, the way it came out, and I was like, oh, I thought he, I looked at him, I like, he snapped that one pretty good. He snapped it like a person. I'm talking, like, I'm a defender now. Yeah. Thinking about, do I want the ball or not? Right. He snapped it like a person who wanted the ball. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That was what my eyes said. And I, yeah, well, I'd be on to something. There was a kid in the... I don't know if you, you you probably don't. This is way before your time, but in nineteen, the Mets made the World Series in nineteen seventy three, and they played the Oakland A's. Mm-hmm. Okay, and one of the games, this kid for the A's, they put him out there, Mike Andrews, at second base. Mm-hmm. He made three errors in an inning. They just yes. Lost. Sometimes this baseball is a bar of soap, man. The owner, <laughs> the owner, like fired him uh, after the game. The team responded and said, "No, you're not." And they he didn't play. Oh. He was a He's a backup guy inserted, but I mean, he made. I, I mean, no, Mark Limke is what you're saying. It's hard to liken what Trevor did, and I, I will always marvel it from four picks to four touchdowns. I mean, I just thought that was hey, did incredible. he has the winning DNA though? There's something yeah. in him that, I, and I think the defense did such a great job for the offense that opportunity. Correct. It just this, it got in this rhythm of the second half. Yeah. Where the Chargers were on the back foot, they didn't know what to do. Uh-huh. They tried to run it; they were stuffed. And then every time the ball touches the ground, mm-hmm. it's a point almost like a point for There's the Jaguars. There's also something yeah. too. The it's... defense handed it to the offense, and the offense handed it back. Yes, take advantage of the two point conversion too. Apparently, all sorts of nonsense was going down on the field with Joey. There's something to the crosses <laughs> yes, we bear in was. sports, dude. It was a, it and was, after the game too with Joey. I don't see that from my seats, like at the house. Oh, I, I know. know that like Bosa's like yeah. just you know displeased. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but uh, yeah. Um, when you slam your helmet down, though, the head coach should probably tell you pick that back up and get off the Bosa, field. Shouldn't Bosa, here should, it is, should, Joey. should Bosa not have been charged with a rough oh, in the passer himself earlier? Shut up, go I, away. I go thought home. I actually Stop texted it. you, Dan, during yeah. it. I thought it was from my from my eyes poorly officiated. Yeah, you know terrible. I mean? Yeah, just just, and just I, 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 I've done a lot to try not to. Freak I know. Out with the I know you do. I used to freak on the. No, that was a bad night for those. But I thought it was as I got into it, just felt that was a bad night. A lot of miss. Like they didn't know what they. So at the beginning of the game in the postseason, you have a choice to make. Like, how much are we going to let these guys, you know, rough and tumble play out here? Right. How much are you going to let them touch each right. other? And it seemed like they turned them loose. Yes. But they let it go too far. Yes. And then tried to bring uh, – just Yeah, uh, you can't. You can't do Murph, it. Murph, did you have a favorite player when you were growing up, baseball player? Did you um, have one or just – did you like – I would say – You seem like such a fan. I was just wondering I if re- you had I did somebody. enjoy Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn, even, yeah, even as a – I, I, I enjoyed King Griffey Jr. as well, too. Mm-hmm. So, of course. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You picked two lefties. That makes sense. Yeah, that have something to do with it. You think? Uh, I think so. Yeah. I, I took a couple at bats as a youngster as Griffey, and they were successful. I should have yeah. kept doing it. <laughs> have you, where, where are you at right now in the in your psycho baseball laboratory? The the uh, what are you the, working the, on these the, days? The PBL, I like to call it the PBL, uh, the psycho baseball. He's still carrying around a ball, Dan, like oh, a, yeah. like a like a running back who fumbled three months ago, and yeah. the coach has tied it to yeah. his. You know, have we picked up a bat yet? Are we taking swings? What are we doing? I Again, I've been predicting that Daniel's going to shock us all and run off to the majors here in the middle of June if we're not careful. <laughs> I don't know about that. No, 
Are you hitting the ball? Have you hit any yeah, balls? Yeah, actually, so I went out to Providence yesterday on the okay. way to pick up my son. So he likes to do extended. He yeah. to go out there and free play. And, That's and awesome. So they do, you know, pick up basketball. And I snuck out to Providence practice. Um, Coach Tommy Boss was nice enough to let me. Were the players there? They were. What a, what a thrill for them, I sandlotted it for uh, them. Yeah. Yeah. I was having a blast. Yeah, no, he's so humble. I, I I, you're just too good to be true. It's annoying. Well, it's um, sand, yeah, sand yeah, I, just, I mean, I, love, I appreciate a guy with good character. Yours is like so. Yours is starting to annoy me. It's so sorry. <laughs> well, I was having fun. Um, <laughs> but think about that, Hick. If you're a high school baseball player. Right. And you're just you know hanging out like like yeah. I'm a high school basketball player. I'm hanging out. No, you know Jordan's gonna come shoot with you for yeah. it for it. The only Dude. the only sad thing about about it is that there's probably half those kids who can't tell you a damn thing about Daniel. I Murphy. don't know, man. Drives me nuts. Uh, I just I don't, I don't know. know. But I, I will say that it was I, a while ago. But I, I it's I, not that. It's just a lot of kids. But I didn't pay a ton of attention to baseball. That's changed. Right. We were I mean, like that. So. Our generation. We've the base. If you played baseball, you knew baseball. Yes. Pl- like, and I don't and mean I, the ins and outs. You followed I mean, it. You, you followed it a lot. I would say it. less so if yeah. personally for my generation. Yeah, I think what's like, happened. Yeah. Well, and I listen to you guys and the knowledge that you have about your like generation old time, growing up yeah. baseball. Is, That's I because we watched yeah. it at a time. Yeah. That wasn't yeah. from like video game well, assimilation. The, um, it, it, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, I think you have so many other but, yeah, so, deals. I mean, I Y'all say, also practiced and played a lot more than we did. We went to practice for an hour and had two games a week. I mean, today's young oh, baseball player coming up is quite a bit. Hunter Gaines. grinding, right? Playing quite a bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, to say that uh, I hit some baseballs in the cage, played some catch, watched Brooksy throw a bullpen, <laughs> looked good. All right. Put some nice turns on them. It was All fun. Right. It, was, it was great. The middle schoolers are out there. Like the whole place is buzzing. There's lacrosse going on over yeah, here. It's great. It's soccer. It's softball. Sports are the like, best, dude. You know, the Jaguars are one of eight teams who get to practice. Like, yes. It's a great time to be in Jacksonville. It, it is, it a is great for time. sure. I've had this guy hit me up on the text line for your last four visits, and we get sidetracked, and we I never ask you. And oh, good. Since you have personal hand-to-hand combat experience with this topic, I'm going to get it out today. But he's a raging Royals fan, and he wants oh, to know. He go. thinks that the 15 Royals are – undersold for how great they were they weren't just some charming baseball team that ran into to, to y'all but they were really i mean it is a back-to-back world series team no yes yes game yeah. seven as well too yeah. yes i would say that so, I don't, so you're just your opinion the only on thing, that 2015 the only thing that stopped him from ref- winning two is back. probably mad bum yeah, right? I, yeah. Would, I would i guess i would i would probably ask his question you know definition of undersold i would say that the choice that they made that i thought was really impressive from the royals and going that deep into october the next year was when you lose Game 7 of a World Series, right. you shortened your offseason by yes. a month. You now have a choice to make mm-hmm. when you come in. And I will say there's, like, I heard that Eric Hosmer and they showed up in spring training and their shirts were like, we're here to go do exactly what we just did, but win it. And I was like, that's a choice. And yeah. they started from the, like, that's from the offseason. Like, right. you have to make that choice right. some of those guys. So. I don't know what undersold. Well, I, um, that's I'm, I'm paraphrasing because I'm not reading no, his no, no, question, no. and I've gotten it a few times. But it, but it was a good. I, I, like, Dan, I, yeah, they are. They are, they may not be to I you will, a player. They're undersold. Dan, do you consider the 2015 no. Royals anything? No, no, a fluke is what you consider. Bitter we about them, quite against them. They were better prepared for the World Series than I was. Right. And that, you they, said you, that before. And that's yeah. using their experience. Yes. And, you know, some of mine, I just, I just wasn't ready for it. Um, basically, his I, I found the, the the latest question, and again, I could scroll up because he's asked me a, a bunch of ways. Just a question: How great were the 2015 Royals? So he didn't. I, yeah, uh, okay. No, just his question gave me the yeah, implication yeah. of he thought they what, were underrated. One of the things I think that the Royals really did that was a was a poor, not a poor matchup, but wasn't as good a matchup for us as the Royals would have been. They didn't strike out, and mm. you found out that well, 
if you don't strike out and you hit it in certain areas, you can get rewarded. You know what I mean? You got to touch this thing, and it's it's more difficult to handle when there's no other games on. Yeah. And so they made a ton of contact. The Royal, the um, the Toronto, the Blue Jays that year were more of a strikeout team. Um, Daniel they played Houston in the divisional. Probably. I mean, you go to back-to-back World Series. You should, it's, uh, they're probably, to me, in my mind, they're real similar to that Rangers team, which was five or six years earlier. Also went to back-to-back, didn't they? And I tell you what, it probably was hard to win in Toronto. You know, inside yeah, the there, place, place is crazy. Yeah, because well, I mean, well, that year we had we had played so well against the Cubs, we were kind of just hanging out and yeah. kind of watched that series a little bit. And that was the one, but well, Bautista, he, or is that the series before? I don't know, but it, yeah, Toronto looked like it was buzzing. Yeah, Hockey Town. Uh, Daniel, yeah. Daniel, say in. Uh, um, you were you were on a contending team, and you were in fact you were in the NLCS. Mm-hmm. All right, and you were the underdog in the NLCS. There was a you know 110 win team uh, waiting there on you, but this year the uh, World Series was going to be played at a neutral field. How would you take it as a competitor if before your series even started, Major League Baseball was encouraging the fans of your opponent to go ahead and buy their World Series neutral field tickets? Mm-hmm. Do you guys rally around those kind of things, or does yeah, it not mean anything? It's a business. Because that's what's going on in the NFL right now. The Jags and Bengals fan bases are a little bit like, hey, what do you mean? Because the NFL is telling Buffalo and Kansas City to buy there. Does everyone think that way, or that's your level-headed approach? I mean, I would say, again, now I'm I'm changing it, but I'm enjoying my work right now. You know what I mean? There's only seven other teams, or if you're in the NLCS, four. But right now, you get to go to work and – not everybody else right. got a different work. I, I, the way year. I find those quote motivational bulletin board things is they you see them during the week. You may make a psh, and then if you win the game afterward, oh boy, yeah, we noticed that. Sure. We were pick a couple if you want to. Well, if you so yeah. the winner takes the spoils, pick a couple headlines you want to. Sure, if you want to. There's plenty of them when you're the underdog. <laughs> yeah, why right? not? And that's uh, makes sense. All right, let's take a break. It's Beatrice Wednesday. Um, here on a Beach Rose Plumbing Wednesday here on The Drill. The uh, Murphy Power Hour continues when we roll on. You're listening to 1010XL 92.5 FM. The field goal is good! Good! The Jaguars have won it! They have come back from 27 nothing to win the game! That team's amazing. That's why we're singing. Down 27 nothing, still we're playing. Never say never. With Josh and Trevor, Coach Peterson is crafty and he's clever. But after that amazing playoff victory, hey! where does Trevor go after making history? <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Yeah, he's fancy like Waffle House on a game night. Eggs and bacon smothered like the Chargers oh, double cup. No matter why, that's a good one. Yeah, that's fight. good. Sometimes you really hit one. Uh, Let's cue it up, man. We're going to roll it on a loop tomorrow morning. Start at 6.04. This is a good one. Yeah. I like that. Well, you just start saying names. I think of Agnew. Agnew kind of got us on the front foot with some of those returns. Like, he didn't finish back Guys played well. Yeah. Could have switched off. Oh. I've switched off enough times to know that you can switch off down 27. Um, so oh, yeah. By the way, I've, I've done a little, uh, you know, there's something going on here with this Usain Bolt story. He is either the worst manager of money or that's not where he had his money. Maybe he didn't lose all his money. Maybe just they got said scammed. No. Well, the way it was reported, he lost yeah. all his money. He only okay. had like 100000 left or something. 2000 he made 20 to, <laughs> He made 20 to $30 million a year in the years leading up. Right. Made more than a hundred million dollars, even more than one hundred and fifty million in his career. Yeah. If my man has nine million in the bank or anything, then I don't, know what to, I don't know what to tell you. Well, yeah. then he should have 
some real estate places to go to. I yeah. would think you yeah. had to put it somewhere. Yeah. Um, Puma like, pays him ten million a year. Yeah. I mean, still. I mean, I'm when I heard the story, I thought you would say more. Right. That's million. yeah. That's what I thought. You know, is it was leading up to it. So if you didn't hear, Usain Bolt lost. To, to some scammers, they some got scam, ten, almost ten million. 10 million. The, the latest I have for net worth crisis. was in July of this of this past summer. So six months ago, his net worth at that time was estimated at ninety million. So yeah. perhaps the ten million isn't bankrupt. I don't want to listen. Money's a tough thing to talk about, Murph. But as your career and people, you're marked as a millionaire. Do do people come out of the woodwork? Do how how was that? How was are you? anonymous enough that you didn't have to deal with that stuff what what i would i would say that as you accrue more wealth uh more opportunities are presented to you yes um my wife and i tried to do a um get filters kind of so we have someone who manages our money that we feel very blessed very trust trust. yeah um and so that was a filter and then now there's also we use um someone to help us bill pay yeah and also um manage our money so there's now budget month to month budget yes budgeting and so that was kind of our filter system. Yeah. And so if you have an opportunity, say, okay, I'm going to run it through these filters. Right. And a lot of things didn't make it through those filters. Right. That works in life together. too, by the way. Yeah. I well, mean, on all that is, you know. Well, and it, sometimes I know I get maybe get blamed for this, but if I get asked to do something, it's like, let me ask my wife first. But it buys me a bit of time and also makes sure that, sure. you know, I right. have to post for something. That's fair. So. I got a couple of baseball questions. Mm-hmm. Before you do, let me just give you this little breaking news that'll excite you. Uh, Walker Howard, Ole Miss. No, I knew that was coming. I said that earlier today. Yeah. Billy Napier didn't know what the hell he's doing down there, so <laughs> it shouldn't surprise anyone that, that Florida's worse now than they were in their worst year and how long. Yeah. Anyway, um, yes. if you could explain the following, Daniel. You're the only person I know that would – and you may not have these answers, but first this one, international player money pool. How come some teams have different amounts available uh, than others? In fact, some 16-year-old just got $5.6 million. Yeah. Is that yes. right? That is right. Yes. No, I'm that. saying, is it right for that to be? I think that? it was a catcher. Yeah. I mean, I'm why really do I have guys that don't have – their major league service time aren't making that, you know, and they're playing on, you know, 100 <laughs> They're on the times. TV. Yeah. All right. So, under the old rules, which I think are pretty similar to the new ones now, you can think of the international bonus pool money as a pool. Think of – it's $150 million that gets divvied up amongst the teams. Evenly. E- in a, in a manner somewhat evenly, all right? So the teams that are smaller markets would get, it used to be about five and a half, and then the teams that were middle markets, five, and then teams that were bigger markets, like four and a half. Some of your drafting and your, your season the year before has to do with that. But think of, not every team has to spend it either, all right? And you can also trade for it. So does it for, carry over? So if It you, doesn't no, carry over. It's do hundred. It. Basically, it's 150 each year. Some teams are going to end up, That's you can throw it all at one place. Yeah, and so, but other teams will do a million and a half, three times. It's just how you want to spend it. It's That's how you why somebody may up. spend it all on one guy if they think he's a goon. They really Soto. liked him, yeah. and that that's their draft. That's their class. Gotcha. But also, you still have the ability, anything $10,000 and under does not count against your pool. So you can just spend that on your own. And you can spend that on I saw other... the Braves list. They signed like 30 guys. You know, there's yeah. a couple uh-huh. that are more, you know, you expect that, more out of well, than you others. You see seven figures on some, six on others, and then a lot of 10,000s. Yeah. Did you, All guys, right. did you guys do it illegally like you normally do? or did you Well, do we only did that one year, and that guy, if the wrong has been righted, and he's back. And the current <laughs> players are clean. You just, you're just mad I'm that just we did business. I'm just asking the question. Better. Yeah. Uh, my time last check sucks. So, yeah, they didn't even <laughs> cheat right. Um, also, if you could explain, because a lot of casual baseball fans don't understand how Aaron Judge went into free agency, you know, making $4 million last year, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Explain the, the, the club control that, okay. that teams the arbi- have, yeah. how long, and then when yeah. you can go to arbitration. 
yeah, and you're the, arbitration yeah, eligible. The reserves, the reserve system. Um, when you get to the major leagues, you sign a contract. It's for six years um, of control for the team. So as you accrue major league service, you graduate classes for the first three years, zero to one year of service, and then one to two year, two to three years. You're graduating classes. You're working on the minimum. Is that an appearance during a season, or is it a certain amount of oh, games in no, a year? It's not it's just it's like full, straight up oh, games, right? Year. It's like 172 days. You okay. got to not get eaten. You got to stay. Gotcha. I mean, that's and just, they and the, and the teams know this. And hey, uh, day one seventy. So, what do you know? Well, Kids going back to the minors. Okay, if you depending on how, I don't want to get in the weeds too much with yeah. the, the the fun Jaguars talk. But here we're so the first three years you're working on the minimum, but also there are guys that can graduate into the arbitration system that starts at, at year three plus. So you three have to plus have a years of service. Production level to get that? No, just the production level is the team has chosen to give you that playing time. They okay. could have given it to anyone, and they've given it to you okay. for three-plus years of service. Um, and then also about 22% of guys that have two-plus years, the very top of those guys, so think two years and 140 days, they enter into the arbitration system. Think of arbitration as my the house down the street is very similar to mine. It made this last year. We're going to now go negotiate a number somewhere around there with the team. You can mm -hmm. only negotiate with your team. Mm -hmm. You do that for three years, three plus years of service, four plus years of service, five plus years of service. You can go through the arbitration system three or four times. Let's just say three. And then once you get like Aaron Judge, who probably made this past year, let's call it 27, 28, because he had a ton of pumps heading into it. Let's right. call it 28 million. Now he has six plus years of service Right. as this past season. He accrued that. So it gets into the year, six-plus years of service. He is now free. You've, you've obligated your contract to the team to go and negotiate with any other team in the open market. Alonzo just avoided arbitration by agreeing yes, and to a Yes, he's a, a what, a five-plus? I think he's got after 24 would be his. Okay, so he's a four-plus. So I if think. he has this year yeah. and one more year, so this year and one more would mean he's a, he has four-plus years of service time. I, got, I, got, I want to throw this at you just because I want to get your response, but this happened in 1975 on this date. Mm. Uh, Tom Seaver, who is the franchise for the Mets, agrees to take a 20% pay cut. He said the decision was made after a meeting with M. Donald Grant. I wasn't disturbed by the cut. The club has been very good and honest with me. They pay me well, and I didn't pitch up to that amount. Wasn't he traded that year? No. That year, he went 11-11 and 11, but, oh, coming they, off that year. He went 11-11 and 11 with a 3.20 ERA. But you have to understand that <laughs> so what were his salaries when he was the best pitcher on the planet? Right. Back so I'm going to give it to you. 300 grand, maybe? No, he get, less. He get a 20% bump so each in, year? He comes, off of, uh, he comes off of 74, where he was, uh, what was he? Yeah, 11 and 11, 3.2. The year before, he's 19 and 10 with a 2.0. And then in 75, when he agreed to the pay cut, Ooh. he went 22 and 9 with a 2.3 ERA with... 36 games uh, What was started. the salary number that year? 15 complete games, too, by the way, Murph. So here's his salaries. Golly, is, those guys did this so that we could. He made. Uh, that's what I'm saying. The, 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 the shortcut is he only made six and a half million in his whole career. Correct. Now, that's so 74. Today, that's worth 16 million. So in 74, he was making $173,000. And then he took a pay cut. And it says the $13,000 pay cut was rescinded midseason. I guess he was pitching so well in 75. He said, yeah. all right, we'll give you. He Thanks for my raise. <laughs> Appreciate it. When he Be went to the Reds, it. he renegotiated. He went from 225 to 375 for three for four straight years at 375. Yeah, that's right. Then he came back to the Mets for 850. 
Yeah. Went to the White Sox for seven fifty at the age of thirty nine, mm-hmm. and then made a million bucks two more years for two the White times. Sox. Yeah. What was his in nineteen seventy four? What was his salary that year? One hundred seventy three thousand. One hundred seventy three grand. I'm gonna just. Give you want to see what it's worth? No, today? I, I, yeah, I know it's. Yeah. Um, that's unreal. Times, yeah. it'd be times six, now. so it'd be wow. what? Four, it'd be like about seven hundred grand. Yeah. But, but that hey, was get but, Seaver on the minimum. But, well, there hey, you go. Hey, look. Sign me up. No, that was back Good in a club. day where we had a proper perspective on where entertainment fit in our lives. Supply and demand, I guess. I Willing guess. to pay it. Yeah. yeah. And by the way, they've way out, out supplied so, what the real demand so, is. So uh, Shohei will get $500 million next year, yes or no? Uh, I mean, when you, I mean, when you think about it, I'd have to almost say yes because of the three teams that they're talking about him. It's already Padres, been Mets, Mets, and Dodgers. the Dodgers. Yeah. Like, what? Listen, when you go to the free agency, you, yeah. when the big markets are interested in you, things go well. Like, it just, <laughs> that's, it's just, you know, it's, it's a good place to be in if you're the, if you're the player. Oh, my God. $500 million. How many I mean, years is that going to be, by the way? I mean, way? at 10? some point, when is one of, if, if it gets to this point, some of these players, why not you start asking for pieces of the club? I guess you can't do that if you're the Players Association, but yeah. like, I mean, give think me, about it. Give me a point. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get <laughs> half a point here. You know what I mean? <laughs> and if you're Steve Cohen, I mean, again, you got $15 billion. So it's unbelievable, but it's fun. Murph, uh, have a great time in Kansas City, oh, my man. Really looking forward Bring to it. Bring us back a dub. Yeah, let's go. Have fun, lads. Big game Dan's a going. Re- a real big game. A guy or, who actually is a big game He's Dan. actually been a yeah. big game Dan. Yeah. Yeah. Not just there. a bonnet. haunted house next Correct. door. <laughs> Not just self-glossed. <laughs> right. He's real. Right. He actually was, I don't know. Self- Jacksonville, uh, you're in good stead. He was actually up at well, the plate at 1023 at night on television. Well, it was um, like to, to <laughs> the atmosphere. Cheering. The playoff atmosphere was like it, it gets in your veins a yeah, bit. Yeah, sure. I'm it's kinda, exciting. Kinda, and like that's going to be a different one out there. Go see a red. Let's enjoy where we are right now. But I mean – you know, the French benefit here is that we're here to stay, dude. This ain't changing. Next year, we're going to be 12 and 5 and worrying about seeding. It's coming. Yeah. yeah. Go get a W. Yeah. Mix it up let's with it. Oh, let's, let's do it. Go. Let's go uh, mix Kansas it up. City is a cool, it's an older stadium, right? It's a kind of, if you, from but it our stood standpoint, the test of time. Well, from our standpoint, it's like, a, it's, it'd be like a dump inside compared to where we go. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Remember the press box and the yeah. It was you open go, air. You got to go underneath this. You got to go underneath the stadium to get where you want to go. We did a preseason game there, right? Uh, more than one. We did you a sidelines. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, that's where we and had, then the we had the open air. The cursing, the cursing taxi guy. Cursing cabbie. Yeah, don't get in the cabbie with the cursing oh, taxi. Oh yeah, guy. it could be. Yeah, the little man will hear some things ear, he doesn't want to hear. Yeah, earmuffs on the little well, man. I mean, yeah. it's. I don't. You can't. <laughs> this guy was the earmuff, like you know. This guy was using the f word like it was the or an. I mean, that was it was unbelievable. So he did. He did. My my oldest know came up and so we are gonna we are, we're gonna pay our tribute he uh-huh. goes can dad can we can we get a Mahomes jersey I said genius yeah we'll walk right in we'll have our Mahomes jersey bag you carry it around with you and yeah. we'll let everyone know that we've paid our tribute and we're here we uh-huh. understand yeah we're guests in your house we're just yeah. looking to take something with uh-huh. us on the way out that's I'll it ask it. All right. that's yeah. it that's fair I'll <laughs> ask and, and I'll, well, if you're not too offended we're not gonna flush the toilet <laughs> <laughs> all right that's the uh Murphy Power Hour as always uh our pleasure and we'll be back put a wrap on today's Beach Rose Plumbing Wednesday next now, the two-minute drill, brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping the sports world spinning with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. You know, I don't know if it's really a strategy, but it occurs to me, I have been drinking more water this week than any. I think I'm getting ready for the game Saturday. I don't want to dehydrate middle third quarter uh, with a road game, you know, rather than a home game. But probably 
might crack a cold one or two, ET. You know what I'm saying? Tony is here to talk Jaguars today where they're on the up and up about uh, the team's chances this week. And, man, it just uh, got to kind of gotta pinch yourself a little bit that this is mm-hmm. where we are considering a lot of these conversations we've had over the course of the last five, six months. Yeah, the last three weeks heading into the uh, Titans game and then obviously getting ready for the wild card game last week and then this week getting ready for the divisional round, the same station in Nashville has asked me to come on. Yeah. Right? To just preview what's going on in the playoffs, which is kind of fun Sure, that I have to go on in Nashville to preview what's still going on with the Jaguars in the playoffs. You know, like it, that's not something we've done for a while. Yeah, we're, they're, they're going to get you know? tired of talking to and us here in the next few years. it does feel like this is the beginning of something. For sure. You know? I think it is. As opposed I mean, to, can they sustain this? It's No, this is the beginning of something. Tell me, can we agree, and, and this isn't proven, this is just, again, it's opinion, it's kind of what we do here. Yeah. Would we agree that Trevor Lawrence is you know, going to spend his NFL career as a top four quarterback? Certainly feels that way. Can you yeah. tell me a top four quarterback in NFL history that doesn't go to the playoffs every year? They're not very, I mean... They might miss one here or there for yeah. different reasons. They'll miss the playoffs every now and Very then. Very rarely yeah. you will have Aaron Rodgers now, not in it. Or... I think, you know, it's with the playoffs expanding to seven teams, I will say the AFC is loaded, obviously, at that position. Yeah. So would it be surprising if Herbert or one of these guys misses the playoffs every now and then? No. Yeah. You right. know, like the, the conference is absolutely loaded up at the position. There's going to be a bunch of good teams. I mean – Tua looked like he was an MVP candidate. You know, I, th- I think he will be year. okay if he's healthy. Right. He certainly keep them. I mean, and they, he didn't they even play for the Dolphins in the playoffs, yeah. right? Like that's one that you add back in to see what the sure. Miami's going to do going forward. And Russell Wilson is could be re, you know absolutely could be a reclamation project if it's Sean Payton or someone. Lamar Jackson was hurt at the end of the year, yeah. like and Man, what, it's and deeper you, than ever, maybe. Yeah, and you still have these four guys. Or By the, the four way, guys that are still alive in the AFC. The, we we. Thankfully, we haven't gotten into things like draft position and next year's opponents. We got too much None to worry that. about currently. None but yeah. you also now step into another level of of schedule when you're a first place team. Masseurs, Mahomes, Allen, and Burrow will all be on Trevor Lawrence's schedule next year because they they're first place teams that the Jaguars from from the same conference will be playing. So, what do you guys got coming up today? Uh, we'll have Johnny O in the second hour of the program this morning. We'll hear from Trevor Lawrence and. Uh, Doug Peterson speaking here in the last couple of days as well. And our question of the day, basically just asking, where are you planning on being to watch this game gotcha. this weekend? Are you making the road trip? Or are you watching it from the house? If the stadium's open, do you want to go out there? What's your plan? A lot of people asking about any like public watch parties. I think they could fill up, you know, that that courtyard down, whatever the landing used to be, mm-hmm. or the stadium, or or a lot of places. There are are there NFL restrictions at all against doing that? Can you? I don't know. Did it I, seem like we ran into in the AFC Championship game they weren't allowed to show it in the stadium I or something a few years ago? yesterday that if they were going to do it, they would announce it today. Okay. Whether or not they'd be opening up the stadium. I think maybe you can do it up until the championship game, and then the NFL may may ask you not. I, it's just, I, I could not be wrong. Sure. It seems like I remember that Patriots game, them not oh, not doing a stadium watch party, but... Well, Daly's place would be a good one, too. I mean, how many people come to that? Not Daly's more than six place, or 7,000. The 000. baseball stadium has, yeah. you know, you could go out there and watch it. From Maybe do three of them. We'll just yeah. all mill about and, you know, eat, drink, and be merry. <laughs> Jaguars today is coming up next. That's going to do it to it for us at a Beatrice Plumbing Wednesday. We will see you tomorrow.